0: As dawn breaks over the peaceful halfling village, Georg and his bronze-coloured free men head north, grazing from the halfling fields as they travel. By the time the sun starts setting, they reach the woods surrounding the mountain. Luckily for Georg, he manages to find a pond, as his bronze men have no food or water of their own. In the dark of the night, the camp is attacked by a group of tiny, mysterious, blood-sucking creatures. Georg uses magic to vanquish them, but one bronze man died and two, including Reptar, were seriously wounded. The next day, some of the slaves head out to forage, but others tell Georg that they have sighted goblins nearby. Georg decided the best course of action would be to approach the goblins boldly, which he does. Georg tries to negotiate a trade and manages to purchase a basket of fish in exchange for some silver. The next day Georg's party heads north once more with full bellies. The party eventually reaches the foot of the mountain when suddenly arrows fly from the forest killing two bronze men instantly but once more georg's magic saves the day and the group slaughters the goblin ambushers. the party continues onward now armed with goblin bows and daggers exhausted from the journey up the mountain they make camp and admire their view from the surrounding countryside as the sun sets but the long hike has taken its toll on our travellers and during the descent several of the travellers, including Georg, take tumbles and get battered and bruised as they all make it to the base, mostly alive. Georg decides to start construction of a simple shelter and to rest up after their trying journey but the next morning they find webs around their hut. Georg decides to find a better campsite. So using his torch clear the webs, they decide to head towards a lake that they saw from the peak. Upon reaching the lake, they decide to camp for the rest of the day. And during the rest, they see smoke in the distance and decide that that's their next destination. But before they depart, strange flying goblin-like creatures approaches them from the sky. And despite a faecal barrage, Georg and co. do not retaliate and endure the constant assault of annoyance for half an hour before the creatures get bored and leave. But morale does not remain low as they find and kill a bear and spend the rest of the day feasting which is only briefly interrupted by some more Sturges which are quickly dispatched but one of the slaves is grievously injured. Finally they reach the hut but not before dealing with large spiders. They find the owner of the hut chopping firewood and completely naked and he claims to also be a wizard called Porvin or Ivan. Ivan offers them hospitality for up to a week and even offers to share spells with Georg. Sadly, the wounded slave never recovers and is given mercy a few days later. Will Georg make it back to civilization? Will he create his own wizard tower? How long will his two remaining slaves last? Find out next time on Dicing with Death.
1: Oh God! Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Definitely, you did not see a misclicks over there for overlay for there for a half second. Definitely not.
2: I'm such a pretty misclick. hmm Welcome to misclicks.
1: Actually, this is what Trump looks like when he's in a when he's back at home. You know, and not in his office.
2: Yeah, when he has a, a chance lot of to shave, mm-hmm. shave that old little baby face and mm-hmm. put on his makeup.
1: Yeah. So. Okay, are we talking?
2: Are we talking about Trump SC or Donald Trump?
1: um both don't that's trump sc trump sc okay.
2: <laughs> yeah let's not go down that road no that's let's, no. let's, let's, the let's night play in, a more, in a more pleasant fantasy world where where <laughs> life is where life is better for ethnic minorities <laughs>
1: oh god yeah god oh man it'll be fine look i'm not worried until we hit summer okay then then my i'll be quaking in my boots uh but in so, the meantime, how's
2: it, how's it going? Long time, no see. Yeah, it's Long been like no two D&D. weeks, has it been? Yeah, hectic time of year, mm-hmm. lots of traveling. I was in Portland. What were you doing in Portland? Uh, should have probably done this talking on stream because chat's not going to give a shit. Uh, oh. Julian just bought a, bought a house there. Julian? So. Yeah. Julian? So, bought yeah. a house? What? Yeah. Crazy. I know. Doesn't it make you feel like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah! Holy shit! And I thought
1: I was property getting things owners done. and shit.
2: Yeah, right
1: on, man. I yeah, I had remember him out. saying about moving up there, but I didn't know he was buying a house. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah,
2: we were scoping it out and chasing up the vagrants and
1: nice. Whatnot. Now you're you're back home for Christmas time. Yeah, back in California. Nice.
2: Cool. Sunshine. Glowing on my pasty white Northwest face.
1: Mm-hmm. It's cold here in Vietnam. Like, I don't have a thermometer, but I'm like, you know, it's cold going outside. I actually need a jacket and I feel uncomfortable in sandals.
2: Yeah. It's, probably, it's, it's cold here too. Yeah. Didn't it's expect that was going to happen. But... So,
1: um, why don't we hop into game? Uh, I think you all just heard the recap of where we are, but for us, we are hanging out in this little village, not village, this little hut, next to a river, next to a lake, kind of encircled by these great mountains. Do we have a yes. map of it? We do have a map of it, but it's hiding from
2: us. Um, Purvin's Hut, where Ivan.
1: Yes. Oh, wow, we don't actually have a map. That is most interesting we'll get a map in just a moment guys anyway
2: in in roll 20 or in
1: yeah in roll 20 or to show on stream i'll probably not do it in roll 20 but i will show it to them um but you have had the opportunity now to learn a whole bunch of spells i've given you his spell list are any are there any things in there that you would like to learn
2: all of them, because I'm a smart motherfucker.
1: All right. Well, you're gonna have to maybe give a little exchange there. What spells do you have that he does not?
2: Um, looks like so. I've got enlarge, reduce, and I'm happy to blather on and on about dimensions of space and time and how that spell works. Looks mm-hmm. so like he's got read magic. He's got detect magic. he's got color spray. I've got feather fall. And I've got Diction, but that one will probably be tough to teach without all the material components, but I can at least... So it looks like I've only got three. Is he doing like a tit-for-tat kind of approach where he's like... "Wow, No, not quite. He
1: wants something in exchange, but mm-hmm. he's happy to...
2: Is, is the gesture of opening my spellbook up to him enough to just pour over his? Or his...
1: Yeah, well, you can exchange spellbooks and look over spells. And then to get spells, uh, there'll be a little bit of... I'm going to see how many spell slots he has left, actually.
2: And then we'll move from there. Probably on. not many, unless he's...
3: Hmm.
1: You have enlarge, reduce, diction, and... What was it?
2: Uh Featherfall. Featherfall. Otherwise, he has color spray already, read magic, detect magic. Um.
1: Okay. He peruses over your spellbook and does attempt to learn something out of it. All right. Well, Uh, you see him muttering over the words to uh, enlarge over and over again and trying to piece wrap his head around it. And for a few days, the two wizards are there, you know mumbling over this spell and that spell and practicing yeah. the intonation and talking to each other about these things.
3: hmm
2: hmm What to start with? I think identify is one that I want to have, so I'll just, I'll do that one first. What's your int again? Ooh, 18, but oh I think, because I'm a dimensionalist, yes. I think I failed on identify. Eighteen gives me an eighty-five chance to learn spell, but I think it's—is it minus fifteen for non-specialty? I believe it is, unless identify Are there universal wizard spells, or is that not a thing? That is not a thing. Okay, so forget identify. Let's do comprehend languages, even though I already speak like eight. I do learn comprehend languages. Nice. Transcribe that into the book. Um. Has is chat privy to the spell list or?
1: No, I haven't listed to them. There's no reason it hasn't been. I just haven't.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I should probably get a combat spell. I guess I've got color spray. I feel like color spray is way more effective than burning hands or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's plus fifteen and minus burning fifteen hands, grease combo.
1: Percent. Um. Yeah. Here's the spell list that Porvin has. First-level spells only. There are more pages in the book that are un, uh, illegible to you. He has audible glamour, burning hands, color spray, comprehend languages, conjure spell component, detect magic, detect undead, grease, hold portal, identify, and read magic.
2: What is this conjure spell components like? Like I I think Gehrer comes across that and feels like it's cheating and is trying to figure out what's going on with that spell. Do you just like... You just, like, summon money out of thin air?
1: No, you cannot summon the money. There's a, a limit to how much... I think it, it has to be one, one GP or less.
2: It must be commonly found in the area, such as a twig, feather, firefly, a bit of beeswax in a forest. They're underground greater than 10 feet, blah, blah, blah. hmm Cannot be man-made...
1: Just any sort of, like, natural component that you might be able to find yeah, in nature. So
2: there's, no, there's no GP cost, but nothing man-made can be conjured.
1: Uh, no, the spell cannot cause the appearance or of components whose value exceeds one GP. Okay. Thus, it is impossible to summon gemstones, crystals, metals, pearls, etc. That sounds kind of like a
2: waste.
3: Yeah. Um...
1: But when you need that giant's hair for fist of stone or whatever it is,
2: <laughs> you know that's not a you bad. Don't want
1: to go knocking on a giant's door and asking him for his hair.
2: that seems like it could. Yeah, I, I maybe Ivan makes that point, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll try and roll on that one as well. Uh, which what is what school are you supposed to? Uh, none. I'm a dimensionalist, which is one of the oh. specialty ones. So I think. Right i think i i don't think i have any bard spells i think i have like just the bonus torn dimension Mm -hmm. tagged spells and penalty to all others i don't even know if there were there may have been like some weird high level things dealing with pocket dimensions but i'll have to take another look later okay so i learn conjure spell components I can get my int up by one slot. I'll just have infinity spells, I think.
1: Yes, 19 int is unlimited spells.
2: So by the time I'm an old dude. Burning hands, grease, hold portal are the ones that I'm looking at now. I don't see. Where are
1: the dimensionalist rules? Are they the spells and powers? Or spells and magic?
2: Spells and magic. Maybe it's Tome of Magic. Okay.
1: No, dimensionalist page 19. Okay. I must have just missed it. Uh is there anything else that you want to learn? Oh, wise All of one. Them.
2: I'm looking at colors or burning hands, grease, hold portal. None of them are like jumping out at me. They don't really seem like my style, but I don't know that I'll get this opportunity again.
1: Dimensionless magic is opposed by the schools of enchantment slash charm oh. and necromancy.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. What color is enchantment on here?
1: Green. And necromancy is like a dark grey.
2: So Do you have any
1: of those spells?
2: I don't think so. Okay, cool. Cantrip. A cantrip is enchantment, or that's considered a universal, right? Or not? I... The uh. Person, friends, suggestion, taunt.
1: Yeah. Uh, I um. think cantrip is not. It's not universal. If you're opposed, do you, do you have cantrip?
2: No, I don't have cantrip, okay. but I'm surprised that that's an enchantment. Yeah, well, Fair I think enough.
1: there are no universal spells, even detect magic. I guess if you're opposing divination, it only opposes greater divination, not lesser divination. So that's the lower divination thing, spells I are...
2: I think the greater lesser is just for priests.
1: But you can get... Anyone can get divination spells up to third level, right?
2: I think that's just... Wait, I don't think so. I think they added a universal sphere in like one of the... Oh. Games, magic or tome of magic perhaps what do we think am i let's let's do burning hands i don't really have any combat spells
1: okay what is your chance to learn
2: uh it was 85 minus 15. okay so whatever that is, 70. No burning hands. How long does it take to fail at learning a spell? (laughs) Same time as it takes to succeed. Really? Yeah. But you
3: don't
1: transcribe it, right? Right. I think you try and learn the spell before you transcribe it. And once you figure out how to, to learn the spell, then you write it down. The writing of it down doesn't take that long. It's the locking the mental energies in your brain to learn the spell that takes forever.
2: Huh. I would have thought the opposite, but
1: I mean, how long does it take you to write a page?
2: I mean, in my mind, these are, I mean, this isn't like scrawling something in a notebook. I guess it could be. I was thinking these are like, eh, maybe not.
3: Hmm. I was imagining like
2: monks in like the Middle Ages having to like hand write these like crazy tones.
1: Oh, yeah, but they don't have to be like illuminated manuscripts. you just you can be a doctor with it you know scribble here little markings there I think that's why every wizard's spell book is a little bit different you know yeah each spell takes its own set of pages because for me maybe I just need like this short description but maybe you want a diagram and like yeah. you know a little funny drawing on the side of a sasquatch to help your mm-hmm. members how to pronounce blah 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 or whatever yeah anyway is there anything else you'd like to do in this week of rest is there anything in particular you'd like to talk yeah. to Porvin about um so
2: let me get to that so it should we, are we done rolling spells i'm interested in greece and hold portal still but do we like have i you've tried ever, i've tried four i've gotten two he only looked like one of mine right
1: yes okay um so all right that, yeah that he's down cool. to let you get at least one more all right
2: i'm not like super passionate about these spells but i feel like with my int there's no reason not to just start racking them in other than filling up space in spell books
1: that's true but how how many pages are in your spell book 100
2: i think something like that is what we usually go to yeah if it's it's a traveling spell book it's 50 pages if it's a i have eight spells they're each what d6 plus one pages per level or something we haven't actually gone. 0
1: to 5 plus 1 per level. So D6 minus 1 plus 1 per level. Okay.
2: So D six. Um why don't we I guess let's go ahead and just make a calculation there. So I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 spells. hmm
3: 8
2: D6? Yeah. 32 pages, my um, spell. Book weighs five pounds. So is that a traveling spell book? Yes. So thirty-two out of fifty pages. All right, my book's getting full. And new spell books are expensive. Yeah, that's okay. okay. You can just
1: you. If you kill, if you buy a spell book, you don't have to transcribe the spells into your new book. Mm -hmm. And if you steal one, you know, so you can get spell books off of the bodies of fallen wizards.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like this one standing just before you now, maybe.
2: <laughs> We're not there yet. Let's just let... Yeah, I feel like that's that's good for now. Okay. Um, I suppose I'm curious why Purvin's out here in the woods by himself.
1: Do you bring it up with him?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's at some points. Well... So, Purvin, why... Why have you chosen to leave society and come up here into this Society's dangerous place? so
1: meddlesome? And, and where you are think? your pants? Oh, pants. What a. The society <laughs> I mean, restricts us. Has, they they has wrap these looking? artificial boundaries and tell us what is okay to do and what is not okay to do. We're not wearing pants. Definitely not okay. But I, you can I go ahead and in, chop someone's hand off for thievery, and that's fine.
2: I lean in and I'll let you in on a little secret hmm. beneath these robes. I'm not wearing pants either. Uh, Subtle way of sticking it to the man.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Has he been naked this whole week or did he bought? I can't remember if he like threw something on when no. we came in. No, no, He's he's happy. Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> if he's not going to accept society's tell society telling to put on pants, he's certainly not going to let a guest in his own home tell him to put on pants.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so if i would it be presumptuous to ask what color your robes were before you shed them
1: ah the old order Uh, i was a wizard of the red robe once upon a time
2: long long ago so you have orders here are there schools and towers i am newly arrived to this land of could not tell from my accent
1: uh there are the occasional schools but nothing nearly as organized as back in solemn where i presume you come from judging Uh, by your intonations Uh, we do not have a tower of magic per se but we have our own little something better
2: better than a tower yes what's better for a wizard than a tower
1: Perhaps a flying citadel in the sky, supported by zeppelins. Do you are you, are you familiar with what a zeppelin is? The, imagine a hog's bladder, the size of a ship, filled with air that floats. And beneath that, in the undercarriage, a citadel might be too grand of a term, but a, a fortress. This
2: is, sounds a marvel of engineering. Yeah, sure. And
1: anybody is well. allowed in as long as they can get there of their own accord. That is how we judge our recipients.
3: Well then,
2: where, pray tell, is this?
3: It moves
1: about. Citadel. Usually, it prefers to hover over Eridon. Um,
2: Eridon. Eridon uh, is the
1: name of the country in which you are currently. The kingdom that you are on is the west, uh, the easternmost kingdom in all of Arcadia.
2: Wow, oh, I just rolled a really shitty character in chat. Five-int. Oh, that's not great. Never going to be a wizard at this rate. Nope, nope, nope. Aridon. So he basically just said it... It hovers over. It's over. It's in America,
1: kind of. But but from time to time it moves around. Uh, hmm. Tries oh. to avoid the nastier dragons in the areas, but Eridon you know, is a nice, safe place. Lots of protection here. I
2: sort of scowl at him. Tell that to the goblins. And the spiders. Oh, those little and pesky this, woodland creatures!
1: They can be a danger, but they seem to have what learned those... to stay away from me. They have not bothered what those... me.
2: What were those imps that descended upon us? Did they... I assumed creatures like that serve a higher or lower power? Lowly gremlins. They are yeah. natural to this land. Um.
1: Well, who's to say what's natural and what was once born in a laboratory but seems to be flourishing on its own? Is that a natural creature? Is it born in a laboratory if it is pulled in from another realm or if it is created by hand? Natural is such a broad word, I don't. I mean, what does not initially originate from nature? Isn't magical itself natural and therefore its byproducts natural?
2: This is a good point, but.
1: Were we not crafted by the magic of the gods?
2: Yes, but a creature native to another plane, brought into this by some fluke of dimensions, that is not natural.
3: Well.
1: Perhaps, perhaps not. But. But to answer your question more simply, I, I do not know. They've been here since I've been here. Um, Easily could have been escaped. Uh, What do you call them? Familiars. Definitely a possibility.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, really just a nuisance. If you can damage one, they'll usually take off. Or if you can bring one down, that usually. Tells the rest of them that it's not worth the effort, but they are indeed
2: pesky. Wish I had known. I, I attempted to leave them be. Didn't want, did not want to anger the flock.
1: Oh, that is a good idea. If you have the patience for it. I find myself uh, running out of patience when they break my house and my windows and destroy all of my possessions.
2: Be grateful That's... you don't have any robes. <laughs> <laughs> not like getting gremlin no. shit out of no, robes
1: I have an old friend named Melf that taught me a wonderful spell that is great for dealing with gremlins it's a uh, fantastic I... arrow made out of acid
2: I didn't notice this in your spell book oh, well... it sounds like just the thing
1: yes yes uh, perhaps... perhaps when you are further in your studies I will show it to you where do you plan on going by the way too
2: It would seem know. north I in search of this flying citadel I'm not oh. sure how I can get up there but perhaps if I can invert the, the y-axis of the universe hmm. I can use my feather fall to float gingerly to this citadel
3: perhaps
2: I'll have to think on this.
1: Well if you head northwest, the oh my God, its name is not on the map. Uh, the Something lands. the, the tetherlands, the tether wilds. Uh, there are a few packs of griffins that live in the tether wilds. If you can tame one of them, they'll get you where you need to go, but taming a griffin is very, very difficult. Heather wilds
2: hmm you said this is Northwest
1: Northwest in the plains there are of course other dangers there
2: hmm well Northwest I didn't see any paths leading from your from your cabin
1: there are none I would take it's the river, the river.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, but do avoid going in the river. Um, watch out for alligators and bullywogs hmm. uh, Those are a pesky lot, but thankfully they live further down. The bollywogs, that is. The alligators sometimes live just out there. Do, do watch out. They can be still as logs.
2: Okay, so I think after this week... Um... Did, we, did, we, did anyone need to recover? I don't know. Uh,
1: no, we, everyone rested. You're all at full HP.
2: Yeah, so I was. I didn't write down my slaves' HP because I don't own them and they're not on my character sheet.
1: Um, Reptar has sixteen out of sixteen, and Orwell has seven out of seven. Would
2: you like me to write this down? Mm. As you, <laughs> you don't have to. If you have, if you're keeping track, I I'm. I'll keep well.
1: track. It's just a matter of whether yeah. or not you want to keep track to know where they're at. <laughs> Nah. I don't think Georg
2: thinks along those lines. Okay. Now perhaps if they were his constructs or summoned minions, it would be different, but... Of course. These are people. (laughs) They're responsible for tracking their own character sheets. All right, so I think at the end of this week, I will bid adieu to Ivan. Ivan seemed to be what he preferred other wizards call him.
3: Yes, yes.
2: And I guess we'll start walking north along the river.
1: Okay. Whoops. All right, let's see how today's random encounter rolls go. Is there anything like last week?
3: I'm
2: basically looking to... Avoid any drama until I can limp my way at a level two or three or four. Um, so I think marching order will have um, Reptar in front, followed by me, followed by Orwell. A few feet in between us, we'll give the river maybe 10, 15, 20 feet or whatever, steer clear of alligators. And follow it north. Okay. Probably stocked up on bear jerky from our kill.
1: Right. You do have quite a bit of that.
2: Uh... If I enlarge the bear meat and then cook it, does it shrink at the end of the spell duration? or or if I, if I convert it from bear to bear jerky, does it? I think it.
1: I think you don't have enough time for it to be made into jerky while enlarged. But I would say it shrinks up again. It's a great way to trick yourself into thinking you're full
3: for those of you <laughs> on a
2: diet. Or to kill someone with the Reduce spell.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. All right. I'll I'll have Enlarge, Reduce, and Color Spray memorized.
1: Okay. Uh, So you're walking along next to the river with Reptar in front. And as the... Uh, as the day goes on, you bump into a perhaps unpleasant friend um, cruising along the, the, the eastern bank of the river. Uh, uh, what's his name? Reptar spots across the way a rather large and burly owl bear who is down by the bank of the river uh, getting a little bit of water. I. He stops the party and gestures across very quietly and goes Master, what is that creature? I've never seen such a thing.
2: An abomination. Many centuries ago, a arc-twisted wizard fused that together.
1: My god. Go through. The the beak of the bird to is it as smart as a, a bear or, or as smart as a bird? Does it lay eggs? I don't know.
2: But from what I've heard, just as angry as a bear. Hmm. Eggs, we, that is an interesting question.
1: We have a... Uh, Dane made, not find out. Made short work of the last bear.
2: I think we got lucky. Um. Yeah, well, some of us um, got lucky. I don't think my. Oh. <laughs> yes, we, as in the three of us.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, he takes this as a sign to avoid the creature.
2: Yeah, so I gesture us to give the creature a wide berth. Um probably like out of sight range of it but we keep our watch to the west toward okay. the river as we circle around yeah the dreams about owlbear eggs
1: it is not difficult to avoid the owlbear it did not spot you it was seemingly surprised and moving quietly the three of you are able Damn, to go around you was You're not wearing
2: to jump it
1: they're not wearing any heavy armor are you they're all wearing no clothing they're naked aren't are naked are not they they got they've got loincloths. yeah. I've just got my robes. Oh. No, we are we
2: are squishy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And they have spears, right?
2: Um, and bows. I think they have goblin swords and goblin bows.
1: Okay, not spears.
2: They might have spears. I think I they've whatever got whatever we spears took from the goblins. Bows. They've got
1: no. They've swords. got short swords. You're right. They've got short swords and bows. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Okay. Um, that night, you guys settled down to... Actually, hold on. How far can you go in a day? You can walk 24 miles in a day, right? Yeah.
2: Ish. I don't know if we can walk 24 miles in a day through the woods along the river, but... Yeah, it's going to be a little bit slower. So probably, we might make it... I guess if we're following the river, we're never going to make it out of... I think if that crook where the river starts to turn east, if we reach that, I may start keeping an eye out for a crossing. I do have direction sense, so I will... Yeah. Always know which way is north. Yeah, So when the river starts to... Starts to curve to the east, I may reconsider. So I don't know if we reach that point today. Um,
1: I just wanted to take a quick look at overland movement rates. I actually have been relooking through the DMG, and I've forgotten how many wonderfully useful tools they have in here.
2: It's a very dense book.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It really is. So you can move 12 miles in a day through through light forest. Um, this is more medium forest, so I'm going to say you can move eight miles a day through medium forest, but I guess you're by a river, which makes it a little bit easier, so let's go with twelve. Um, so you don't make it that far by the end of the day. You make it God knows how far. You still see mountains on either side of you, to the left and right. Okay. Um, but you settle down to make camp that night.
3: Um, we-
2: Build the fire. Set watches. I'll take first watch, and then we can do Reptar Orwell. Okay.
1: So, first watch for Georg. The sun has just set. Your men are sleeping soundly. Uh, You're still fairly close to the river, you know, not wanting to lose too much sight of it. When you hear a very close set of howls, kind of uh, this almost sounds like a pair of howls going to one another, just kind of calling out to the. Do
2: they seem to be like conversing across the valley, or are they? No, they sound quite close in the same direction. They sound quite close. Well then. I clutch my staff tight and I guess I s- Yeah. Stand and listen.
1: Okay. How um, Do far you off have do any they sound? Do you have any sort of animal handling type skills? Animal handling, animal lore, animal
2: friendship? No. No, no, no. no have astrology probably know all about the wolf constellation
1: definitely um doesn't help us here though
2: all right, well so how far off did the sound did it sound like are we talking very close okay, like so probably
1: then... by the river somewhere nearby to getting a
2: drink okay um in that case i'll i'll rouse wet reptar okay well and I'll whisper, Wolves.
1: They gather their weapons and keep low to the ground. Yes, yeah, just like that. They, the wolves howl. Um, what? Oh, there was maybe not a your time, at the, but the audio had a wolf howling at that
2: moment. I don't have audio. It might be my browser. Oh, there we go. Yes. Did you do something or did I? you did something okay whatever
1: um all right so you guys sit and wait um, before you know it georg uh no you're you're half off right you got i'm human you're fuel okay um well before you know it Georg is pointing with his spear down towards the riverside. Reptar, I'm Georg. Sorry, Reptar is pointing with his spear, uh, short sword, down by the riverside and saying, Look, master. Some sort of half-wolf. I squint and look. You see definitely a a canine down there, but it's too small to be a wolf. It's either... um, some sort of wolf brethren, but it's the size of like a medium dog.
2: Okay, but I heard half wolf. I was like, oh God, werewolves. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Like, a, sort of like, like a half the size or of a wolf. Or... Yeah, like a coyote or a jackal or a hyena or something like that. Hmm. Um, Georg is not familiar with the natural animals of this region, so you're, you don't know what it is, but it's definitely some smallish canine. Um,
2: and there are a pair of them. I watch them and observe, but we stick to our camp and don't provoke them unless they come near. Okay. Ooh, there's there's the howl. Uh, all
1: right. Uh, at some point, one of them sniffs the air, looks in your direction. They probably... And then us, right? bounds off uh, the other one in tow behind away. it, away from you. Uh, you know, tangentially away along the riverside. Um, and they disappear into the darkness.
2: Okay. Get some rest, I'll rouse you if they return.
1: The rest of the night passes rather peaceably. And you come into the next day. Yay. Next day. Um, starts much the same as any other day and sunrise. Lovely.
2: Over the mountains.
1: Floor rolls don't count, y'all.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How
2: am I ever going to level up with 2 HP? Meat shield reptar. Save me.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, that next day, you travel quite a ways. You do another twelve miles, pushing yourself as far as you can, as far as you dare, without exhausting your men. Uh, mm-hmm. And you end up very near a an open plain. You can see on the other side of the river, the forest thins out a little bit. And you can see the rise and fall of a uh, soft hills, very small soft hills, into an open area. Looks like a great meadow or even perhaps the start of an open plain. However, you do not have a map of this region. No. So
2: you're not sure. And is this the point where the river's starting to curve? or, or It's is quite this the...
1: possibly that point.
2: Is it still head, um...
1: It's still heading north.
2: Or look for. Have I spotted any ways to cross the river? How how wide is it?
1: Uh, the river is on the order of two hundred feet across, so not. Yikes, it's, big. It's, it's a big, big river. river, but if you can swim, you shouldn't have a problem crossing it.
2: Um, except for the alligators. Hmm. I mm-hmm. can swim. Except for the alligators. So <laughs> uh, s- I'll turn to Reptar and Orwell. Mm -hmm. Can you boys swim?
1: They shake their heads together. Only doggy paddle, says Orwell.
2: (laughs) Well, perhaps we need to find a better crossing. And we trek north along the river still have i've seen no crossings at all like no i guess it's just wide like there's no like yeah there's log. not it's like not a
1: tree that's fallen across. over it or anything like that
2: no like abandoned boats or mm-hmm. rock bridges
1: no 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 mysterious rock bridges crossing rivers out in the middle of
2: nowhere so i guess we'll keep Keep heading north. Okay. Keep our eye open for any way to cross. Um,
3: the river
1: turns back east again, and you quickly you find yourself surrounded by the woods once more.
2: We're heading east, he said.
1: Northeast, yeah.
2: Okay, so away from the Griffins, but that's fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah eventually you settle down for the night as the the sun draws to a close how much you guys had a bunch of bear jerky right
2: yeah that's about between it. I don't have three any other rations
1: and what the Ivan was able to feed you guys some but you you were pretty much out of bear rations by the end of the day today uh, okay. you can you have a meager half meal each
2: maybe yeah maybe towards sunset we'll poke around the woods and see if we can find any berries or anything but I really have no skills that would be yeah. helpful in those regards.
1: There's not much in the way of food. You'd need a survival skill to fend for yourself.
2: Are there any fish that I could like color spray and pull the stunned fish out of the river?
1: Uh, give me a perception check
2: when you come down towards the river. Uh, first, I'm looking for alligators. Of course. Although I'll, I'll stun an alligator and eat him. Is my perception
3: twelve
2: twenty eight? Ooh, that's quite
1: nice. Where are my documents? <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, you're looking down there. You don't see any gators. Uh, they don't seem to be anywhere. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you could get down close enough to start poking around in the water itself for fish, if you'd like.
2: Yeah. All right. So if it looks clear, I'll walk down to the shore.
3: Mm-hmm. It looks clear.
2: Look um, I look back to see how far... Uh, behind me, Reptar and Orwell are.
1: It seems that they're gathering stones and sticks at the top of the bank. Because you have this river and there's a slight, maybe like a, a a five foot rise on either side of the river. Where it looks like during the uh, the rainy season or the maybe the, the warm season, the spring when snow melts or something. The river looks like it rises quite a bit and now it's at a lower period. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit more of a bank. It's about a five foot incline over about 20 feet of space. So there well, you know man. 20 and five, the, the hypotenuse of 25 up and over.
2: Okay. So I'll I carefully inspect. I mean I, get, I rolled that perception check, so that was me scoping out the bank, convincing myself that it's safe, and then I will head down to the water shore. Okay,
1: you get down to the water. That. Um, uh, from where you're looking, you don't really see anything other than the occasional lily pad or some, uh, floating vine, uh, what do you call them? Water lilies, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can't, you know, from the angle and the way the light is, you can't really see too well out in the deeper part of the river.
2: Once the torch is lit, is it burned up? No. You can extinguish the torch. Okay. So I'll try and light a torch and see if that helps. I know it's like, it's like twilight, but mm-hmm. spark up a torch and see if I can see anything beneath the surface of the water.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. You see a rather large, lazy fish.
2: Um, there's kind of like all right i shove my um torch in the sand because i guess you need two hands to cast a spell yeah and i cast my color spray flicking some colored sand at the fish five by 20 by 20 foot wedge and just stunning everything in the water
1: what is the initiative of color spray
2: one. Casting time one.
1: Okay. And how many creatures
2: does it affect? D6. Starting closest.
1: Would you like to roll me a D6,
2: please? Four creatures. Very nice. And when fish are stunned, they float?
1: Um, well, The fish doesn't seem to really pay too much attention. But... <laughs>
2: Wow. doesn't get a save, but I stunned the fuck out of the alligator that was hiding there. <laughs>
1: One of the lily pads seems to rise, and you notice about four feet away from you, a 12-foot alligator kind of, like, bobs to the surface.
2: Raptor, raptor! <laughs> and I immediately start bludgeoning the alligator with my quarterstaff. <laughs> um, what is the duration of the stun? Holy shit.
1: Yeah, it's good. I rolled initiative for you. Uh, and you mm-hmm. beat him, which is good, because that was going to be a nasty end to Georg is getting eaten by a gator.
2: Yeah, like it would just be like surprise attack, you're dead. <laughs>
1: surprise attack, two attacks, one that does two d four and one that does d twelve.
2: I'm physically incapable of surviving either of those two d four. I have two HP. Yeah. Um, if it has six or more hit die, it does get a saving throw.
3: Mm-hmm. I hope it does. Okay. Um, um, unconscious. Those for that are D4 less
2: rounds. than so, if it is, it's not one hit die. If it's two or three hit die, it is blinded for d four rounds. If it is three or more, wait. If it is four or more hit die, it is stunned for one round. Um. So does it, is it blinded and flailing, or is is it? Do I see it float?
1: Oh, so it's only stunned if it has less than or equal to your hit dice.
2: Or, or if it has three or more than my hit dice. So if it's two or three hit die, it's blinded for d4 rounds. If it is four or more, it is it is stunned for one round. If it is less than or equal to, it is unconscious for 2d4.
1: It's a three hit die creature.
2: So in that, So in that case, it's not stunned. It's blinded. So I don't think I see it float. I think okay. I you see, see it
1: thrash. It. Actually, that's what you yeah. see. Yeah, I misunderstood colors. Right, interesting. Okay, so instead of bobbing to the surface, you just see this whoosh whoosh as this tail whips out of the water, and these jaws start uh, gaping. I take up my torch
2: and, and start running.
1: Okay, Reptar nice and Oral meet you halfway. Swords drawn,
2: arrows. Uh, <laughs>
1: All um, right, they they follow their orders. The um, grab their bows,
2: and can you roll me a d d four? D four, please. Yikes! One blinded for one round.
1: Mm. Luckily, so I scramble
2: up the bank. I think they are like on the top of the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they get to it that that blinded round or not. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, I should roll for their surprise no they are not surprised so they get to it that they join combat that round notch arrows orwell misses his first shot but reptar hits his for 3 points of damage and then they both get second shots at the end of the round oh my god reptar natural 20 you beast all
2: right so it's four arrows
1: yeah reptar gets plus one for level, plus four because the creature is blinded and can't see. Double crit. It's plus five. That's a 25. No, he needs another plus one in there because it's got. No, uh, no, it's not there. High ground? You don't get high No. Ground
2: okay. His he... le- did you include his level? His I did
1: include. Um, so that's for another seven damage. So a total of 10 damage to the croc. Actually, the gator. I'm sorry, guys. Gator, not croc. Uh, the croc thrash- thrashes around and sinks below the way. Oh no! Um, uh, what's his name? Also hit for one. It doesn't matter. The croc sink. The gator sh- thrashes for a little while. Once it starts taking blows, it swims down below the water and disappears mm-hmm. with a little bit of blood, kind of spreading out in the area where it took the hits.
2: I uh, almost caught him. I give Reptar a pat on the back.
1: Mm. Vicious monster. We have them where I come from.
2: Almost, no bigger. almost had breakfast.
1: It's okay. Uh, easy to go hungry. Been many times in life.
2: All right. I extinguished the torch after getting a fire started.
1: Uh, you guys get your fire started and go to bed. You are awoken sometime in the early dawn to Orwell knocking you with the to Orwell shaking awake and saying, mm-hmm. Master,
2: Master, they're back. I sit, I sit up.
1: The gators? No. Blood sucking mosquitoes. Oh, fuck. Uh, and try. you can yep. catch the n- drone of the rather large mosquitoes that haunt this area called sturges. They are as you well, as you see them kind of flicker into the firelight. You stay a nice big two-foot wingspan and their long, maybe like eight-inch uh, needle-like nose. Yeah,
2: I stay crouched behind the slaves and Ugh. I, mean, I have staff in hand. I guess we're rolling for initiative. They're that close?
1: Um, yes, and they are coming towards your campground. Looks to Is be it... maybe a half dozen of them. God, maybe more.
2: It, am I able to memorize a spell at this juncture? You or? need it
1: takes 10 minutes per spell level to memorize a spell. Okay,
2: but am I rested enough or was my sleep interrupted? Um, you're doing four hour
1: watches for three people. Uh, so you would no, no, you haven't gotten all eight hours yet, you've gotten like. Six hours. But I would think you could fight the Sturges and probably, as long as you don't take any damage, you could probably rest
2: and be fine. We'll see. All right. Initiative six. I start casting a spell. Okay.
1: Oof. Oof, You go first, by far. All right.
2: So I pull out some iron powdered iron. Mm Mm-hmm give Reptar a pat on the back and enlarge him by 10%. Okay.
1: Reptar grows one tenth in size. Very much like the Grinch. I, I don't know why I made that connection. Reptar is not Grinch-like in the slightest and the Grinch's oh. heart grows two times inside of I believe.
2: Well, I've got to get to level 10 for that to happen or something.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: Anyway, the Sturges come to close with you guys, and the boys have their attacks readied for whatever comes at them. Um, They get their
2: first attack. And I'm crouching between the slaves next to the fire, hoping to Mm -hmm. avoid notice of the Sturges. Okay. Get them, Reptar, you're huge! The guys lash out with their swords,
1: missing the Sturges before them. Uh, One of the Sturges comes right at you and gets its arms and legs stuck onto you, but its big pincer-like needle comes past and misses over you. You can knock it away with a a staff. Uh, However, two come after Reptar because he is so big and juicy now. Uh, Mm, One of them lands on him. Critically digging his needle-like nose into Reptar's shoulder, Reptar cries in pain as he takes three points of damage and makes a saving throw versus death, which he fails miserably.
2: He Thankfully, the is severity still is on a medium-sized creature, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, he's medium. These are small, but it failed at save death, or it, it uh, fail, uh, rolled a one on its severity, so no effects. Okay. Uh, And... No, 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 Orwell gets two coming at him. One hits for three damage as well. Your team is not looking super fantastic. Um, And you notice a few others just buzzing around loitering. Initiative. Eight for me. Okay, your men go first. And that's a total of eight, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. including weapon speed.
1: Okay. a little bit Alright, your two men make slashes with swords, both of them hitting home. Um,
3: Orwell, criticaling,
1: actually. Nice doing nine damage and just dropping a Sturge from the sky, cutting it in half all the way through. Uh, The other guy. Reptar slashes at one for just nipping it in its wing, not quite killing it. Am I next? You are next indeed.
2: whack. So that Sturge that, like, got tangled up in my robes. I just, like, shove it away, and Do then... critical the Sturge. Send it reeling into the fire for six points of damage. Unless that was Very nice. Uh, the
1: Sturge tumbles through the sky, lands on the ground, twitches a little bit, gets up. <coughs> I'm sorry. Gets up and starts to buzz away. But it sorry, definitely buzzes. Hits. It's not dead, so- but it it does go away.
2: Death. Saving throw versus death.
1: Oh, good call. Very good call. Uh, that's a fail. Your staff is size large.
0: Yeah. And it is size d small.
1: Six. So you should roll 2d8 for severity. 2 d oh yeah. Yeah, you're going to Eight. wreck it, probably. Location
2: 2. Uh,
1: I don't have any book? of my
2: books with me. I, I have me a else. book
1: somewhere. I just... I don't know where I put it.
3: Well,
1: it's here. I know it's here. I can feel it. There it is. Uh, location two, severity eight. Yes. Bludgeoning versus animal. Location two is legs and wings eight. Is hip broken. Minor attack, no movement, minus two penalty to attack. Wing hit forces crash landing, so yeah, Ooh, it crashes into the ground. Uh, twitches its wings. Tr- you almost buzzes, but you notice one of the wings isn't really moving very well. And it just kind of like mm-hmm. meh, meh, twitches on the ground over and over again. It is most decidedly out of combat.
2: Great. And I crouch down behind Reptar. Okay. At my back to Reptar making as low profile as I can. Staff in hand. Two come after Reptar again. One
1: of them uh, flying by so poorly as to expose itself to an attack of opportunity, which is a hit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: For six points of damage, Reptar just runs it through all the way. Um, And two go after Orwell. Uh, One... No, they both hit, actually. Uh, One of them catches Orwell from the front, the other catches Orwell from the back. Their long, needle-like noses piercing into him. Doing four points of damage. Uh, That is not good. Orwell drops to the ground unconscious as the Sturge's hold had, over him. But he had nine HP? Is that... He had seven. Oh. He's at zero exactly. The two, okay. what well, the surge that was on his back gets knocked off, but comes around and sticks back in. And the two of them sit on his body. If there's two on him. Sucking him dry. God damn it. Next um, round? Next round.
2: 12 for me.
1: OK. If
2: Reptar hasn't noticed, I'll shut Orwell's down.
1: Reptar says, I've got this. Let me deal with this guy first. As he stabs another Sturge for two points of damage. Dropping the creature to the ground, dead. Um, You notice there are only three buzzing around here now. One that had Mm -hmm. come after you recently kind of like flown and buzzed in your direction, but not really did too much. And the two that are on Sturge, the two that are on Sturge each drain another um, D3 HP from just him. Just like
2: mixing up the names like crazy. Am I? Orwell. Orwell. Sturges are on Orwell. God, I, I. And, and Georg is me, not a slave.
1: It's been a long day, guys. I have, I was messing up crocodiles and alligators and Sturges and Orwells and Georgs and. You got, you got Star Wars in mind. I can't think of anything other than Star Wars. Really, it's not true. Uh, But I did get to see it this morning. We we won't talk about it, don't worry. Um, Orwell drains another two HP this round, looking even better. They go before me? Yeah, they go very first. Um, And then Reptar goes, getting back attack on one of them, stabbing through it. Mm. For two points of damage, it lives. Wait,
2: is he getting more than one attack? No,
1: he gets one attack per round. Okay. Uh, your turn.
2: Ooh. And there's probably a plus 2 for back attack.
1: Yes. I don't think that's uh, You double crit, crit, though. Really? Yes, you do. They have at least at most 12 AC. All right. 8
2: damage. Do I need to roll crits?
1: No. You break the creature it kind of splatters to the side and it's just a and i think feeling emboldened
2: i'm gonna try and spook the other one off of him like i i think that i hope the force of the blow like sent the other one the other one like at least felt it the other one's been
1: been damaged by uh your guy too as well
2: i don't know if these things can hear but i like shout at it and make movement roll me
1: initiative for next round 11. Okay. Uh, Orwell, not Orwell, uh, Reptar and the remaining Sturge go at the same time. Sturge takes off, which gives Reptar an attack of opportunity. So he gets two attacks against it, one of which is a hit.
2: Do I get an attack of opportunity? You do.
1: He wounds the creature, but does not kill it. Your staff.
2: And I finish the job. Six points of damage.
1: it and splatters it around. The sole remaining undamaged sturge that's just kind of been buzzing in the area takes off. The the one bo- that whose wings are broken. I walk broke. over
2: to the one with the broken wing and I just it's
1: buzzing near the campfire until you yeah. end its days.
2: And then I rush over to Orwell. Is he bleeding out or like these wounds don't bleed? They're like
1: these wounds don't bleed. There's a anis, not an antiseptic, but um,
2: an astringent.
1: Uh, something. They've got a something that prevents the the blood from leaking out afterwards like a mosquito. Uh, But Orwell does not look to be in very good health. Uh, And with that, why don't we go to our first break, and we will figure out the fate of Orwell and the direction of the party in just a few minutes. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. I'll do that during the break. Hey guys, and Bye. welcome back to Dyson with Death. Um, <clears throat> so Orwell's sorry.
2: Orwell's, our, Orwell's Orwell not looking dead. great. Yeah. The two of you Someone are rushed, um, on a scale of zero to negative ten, about how bad is he looking. He's not as bad
1: as your previous slave. Mm-hmm. But he definitely doesn't look like he's going to be waking up anytime soon. His skin is quite pale, um, especially in the areas near where he's been drained. There's just, it's kind of ashen. He's a little bit sweaty. Do you have a
2: healing proficiency? No. Um, no. What I do have is an engineering proficiency.
1: You could so, engineer a tool to decide how well he's
2: doing oh I was gonna make a stretcher and oh yeah, that makes you know, a lot more sense just yeah. to carry him yeah um yeah but I also kind of if so i i cast i didn't get hit, but I hit some things I cast spells do I need like a full eight hours to memorize new spells no, or?
1: you didn't take any damage, no. so if you can get a few hours of sleep you can cast you can rememorize spells.
2: All right. It's it's still early, Reptower. Perhaps let us rest a few more hours, and we will figure out what to do when I awaken. Could he you takes keep watch. Keep an eye on Orwell.
1: And yes. yeah. He takes watch without much complaining, and the rest of the night passes uneventfully. All right. You guys wake up the next morning.
2: Yeah. I'll wake up, memorize, enlarge, reduce, and color spray again. <laughs> nice. go to Boring Wizard. And then I assume that uh, Orwell looks much the same. Yeah. All right. And then I will go about putting together some sort of gurney or stretcher.
1: Give securing. me a engineering check. You don't need an engineering check for a stretcher. Do you have rope?
2: I don't, so I'm going to need to make some rope. I'll roll an engineering check.
1: Yeah, that's going to take time.
2: Some binds and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Give me that
2: engineering check. I could have memorized Conjure spell components and just pretended that the rope is a spell component, right? Mm,
1: nothing man-made.
2: Okay, well, then some binds. Let's, give, let's see what you're... Oh, you the oh it's stretcher. I think I don't even use rope. I like find a way to like interweave the sticks together so that they just like support mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. It's the most beautiful stretcher you've ever seen. You know that... Not the most beautiful, but highly functional and put together very quickly.
1: That basket weaving elective you took at wizardry school, just it's really <laughs> paying off right now. You make this great <laughs> little stretcher, you, you toss Orwell on it, everything's hunky-dory.
2: I think Reptar takes the takes the point, mm-hmm. and we got Orwell suspended between us.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, today is a little bit of a harder day. You guys don't have any food, and while yeah. Reptar we, seems like he's okay without it, you're Sturges. Hmm?
2: I was thinking about eating sturges for breakfast. Actually, do you want to try eating a sturge? I think I'm going to roast one over the coals. Is and... it cannibalism? If you
1: eat a sturge yeah, who is drinking and get a person's one, yeah, blood? I
2: try and get one that does not have blood in it. So just like roast sturge legs.
1: Okay, the sturge legs are pretty thin. There's not much meat on them. They're like little, just like little I Try to avoid wings. the
2: blood sack. But I mean, insects are good protein.
1: Yeah? Okay. Give me a grub skill. Yeah. <laughs> i think this yeah. is where grub really comes into play is eating blood sucking no.
2: so am i unable to eat it or am i unable to prepare it in a satisfactory fashion
1: uh, it tastes about as good as crickets when you don't cover them in butter and garlic and fry them so it's weird it's weird it's well have you seen snow piercer
2: Those those were Roaches. Right? Cockroaches.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um but you you right can there. eat it if you are hungry enough. Uh, your Does it companion. Seem edible? <laughs> Is uh, yeah, poisonous? I mean technically speaking it's edible. I said inedible so it oh, seems okay. it, It's probably edible Does Probably it not. seem poisonous? better than
2: going hungry or am I unable to for My failed grub skill I can't even tell
1: But your failed grub skill it seems gross As shit it just depends on if you Are willing to accept Grossness in exchange for not a hungry Stomach and that's I think
3: yeah
2: All aboard, okay. all, aboard the gross, all aboard the gross train All aboard the snow piercer To, to, to cockroach land does um, no, so I roast them over the fire to hopefully kill everything. does reptar
1: eat any no reptar looks at you like you're insane, <laughs> like you're just you're you're eating what what now huh <laughs> yeah. um, but you you make a meal for yourself and continue on the day Uh... <laughs>
2: Do wizards do with their quarter stabs when they're casting spells?
1: Lean it against your shoulder, or maybe with some spells you can cast holding the quarter staff in one hand. But I, I presume you could just like set it in front of you and let it rest on you while you yeah. do your shenanigans.
2: All right, I think my quarter staff is on the on the stretcher. Okay.
1: Nice. Um, you continue along the river staying far enough away to keep clear of any alligators i presume yeah no one likes a gator they're not as
3: oh, actually Hold on.
1: okay we are not out of danger yet these are the untamed wilds and they are extraordinarily dangerous to travel through
2: your hardcore heroes group is fucked.
1: well hey if ryan if a a first level wizard can do it they should be fine there'll be a
2: wizard on on the backs of a half dozen slaves yeah maybe so the wizard of their party will be fine but the the fighters are, (laughs) are, are screwed
1: Okay. So as I said, things are not going well for you, and this is a dangerous part of town, a part of the part of nature. You and and Reptar are walking. Reptar is pulling uh, Orwell behind him in, in, in this makeshift thing. Your staff is resting on it. You're walking behind, you know, enjoying the beauty. Both
2: can- it's like a stretcher. So you're both... Okay, so
1: one of you's on one side, the other's on the other side, and you're sharing the load. Mm -hmm. Share the load, Frodo. Um, And you're enjoying your time in the forest when there's a faint kind of like... Hold on. I can normally do... uh, And it's a weird clicking noise. I can't seem to make it right now. You can never make it on demand. Um... There's a weird clicking noise, and springing from the water are two seven-foot-tall green-scaled lizard men. And dropping from a tree before you is a third. Um, They descend on you guys completely by surprise, brandishing their long, kind of thin spears with jagged stone blades at the end of them. Uh, and the one dropping from a tree says in a really really bad common, "Lay down your arms."
2: Uh, okay.
3: Reptar immediately I, I said, drops but...
1: Orwell and puts his hand on the hilt yeah. of his sword.
2: I put down Orwell. I say we, we, we surrender, and I sort of step out in front. How close are they? There's two in the river.
1: Yeah, they are fifteen feet away. The one that dropped from a tree is eight feet away, and his spear makes okay, it. And he's, he's, plays he's on the other side feet. of Reptar. Uh, he's in front of you. The ones coming from the Reptar river are front. on the other side. Okay. Oh, you okay? You were carrying the stretcher. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. okay so I, he, yes, right, he's yes so he's on the other side of Reptar, and the other ones are to your left.
2: Okay. So I set. We set the stretcher down. Mm-hmm i i put my hands up and i say we surrender um i'm gonna start casting a spell but i tell them that we surrender um i say here we have we have gold you want gold and i go for like a belt pouch i don't have any weapons on my Mm way so i'm like it looks like i'm going for a gold pouch but it's a pouch of uh sand colored sand um and then i quickly it's a it's a casting time one spell. So I just immediately go into my arcane words and throw the powdered sand okay. at the two. In the uh, as you're saying, do you, do you want initiative?
1: gold? The, the lead lizard man says, your weapons and your gold, leave them with us. Yeah. I mean, I
2: think as he's saying that, I'm like, with
1: your word to surrender, reptar, Starts disarming himself. I, Your spell. No, I try to, Yeah.
2: I mean, I've got a. Ca- I cast the spell first, but like after, as immediately after, I, I yeah. shout like sword and get him. But okay, that's what, should we roll initiative?
1: Um, you take them I'll both by surprise. surprise. Uh, you take all three of them by surprise. I mean, so no need to roll initiative. Your spell goes off. However, okay. the only way they to are... hit all three of them is to also hit Reptar in the process. Actually, what is the, the range? Can you even hit all three?
2: 25 or? by 20 by 20 wedge. I was assuming I was only hitting the two yeah. in the water.
1: You can hit the two in the water and leave the one by Reptar. Yeah.
2: Two. Perfect, yeah. So I throw it at the two in the water. Uh, I think they're only one hit die. Let's see. Just hit die are levels one. so may, Even if they're one plus one is still one. So they are hit die or levels are less than or equal to mine. So they're unconscious for 2d4 rounds.
1: Uh, they are not unconscious for two d four rounds. They okay. are two hit oh, die creatures, which gives them a saving okay. throw, right?
2: No, it doesn't give. Them, you have to have six to get a saving throw. It makes them blind for d four. Okay. D4.
1: They, those,
2: those with levels one or two greater than the wizard are blinded for d four. Okay. Oh, all creatures above the level of the caster and all those of sixth level. So I guess if they're a higher level than me, they get a saving throw. Okay. All of those?
1: Yes. That's what I was reading.
2: Okay. All right.
1: So these colors spray out broadly. Uh, the lizard men shriek and raise a hand to block their face
2: at this point, like after I spewed spew these colors, I shout Reptar Sword!
1: And initiative. This Do they look go.
2: blinded? Can I tell yet?
1: Uh they decidedly look unblinded.
2: Uh, we're fucked. They look like
1: they rolled an eighteen and nineteen on their saving throws. Hello, my Can we- ruining our Dungeons and Dragons game.
2: Mm, but those really. saving throws ruin my Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah.
1: Um, initiative. You have 11. You're going to go dead last. No, you're going to tie with Reptar. Mm-hmm. Um, the lizard men surge forward. One in the front and one coming up the side go after Reptar and they spear him for combined six points of damage Reptar cries out in pain and is badly wounded a third comes to you with a stab and a miss you and Reptar go at the same time there's one adjacent to you I, sh-
2: I shout threats fear me lizard men I am a great and powerful wizard Reptar slashes him with a quarterstaff. Okay. Three points of damage to the lizard. Okay. You whap
1: yours for three. Run while you can. Reptar stabs his for three as well. Um, That's the one that came up from the river that it went after him. And it does not look happy or healthy.
2: All right. Initiative. Yes. Ah, shit. Eight. I hope they have big spears.
3: Big uh, spears. They have
1: normal spears. Reptar goes first, slashing again at the wounded one with a miss. Your turn.
2: Nice. I produce some iron powder from my pouch, sprinkle it over my own head, grow 10%, so I think of like grow about 6 inches. Mm-hmm. As I shout, "Fear me! I am the great wizard Georg. Run while you still can." And you I brandish my quarterstaff staff threateningly at the at the lizard man before me.
1: He does not seem to fear your I, petty I, tricks.
2: Morale check? I guess they have. Uh, a die. Yeah, morale check, but
1: he passed. Um, he stabbed. I don't stabs think there's a way to. At he stabs you. Me. Do you have AC ten?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I was hoping he had AC eleven, but no. AC ten is a hit. You take one point of damage. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> you take a measly <laughs> one point of damage from his D six spear as he scrapes you. Well, you have like two HP.
2: I have two HP, yeah. Oh my god, you're
1: so lucky. He, I guess that's actually a fairly grievous wound for you. The spear yeah. runs across your ribcage, ripping your robes open and exposing your life's blood to the air. Uh, the badly wounded mine, lizard man retreats to the water while the lead one slashes once again at Reptar, piercing him badly, like, criticling him, He takes six damage, and it almost drops to a knee. He is up, but it is not looking good for him. He actually needs to make a saving throw versus death. But natural 20 on the saving throw versus death, and he does not go down. All right. Next round initiative. Reptar looks bad. He looks real bad. But then again, one of the other guys did retreat. Two on two. Yeah. All
2: right. Seven initiative for me. Uh,
1: Reptar goes first. Stash at the lead. Slash at the lead guy. Uh, bounces off the scales without drawing any blood. Your turn.
2: Thirteen. Are they armored?
1: Um, their natural armor is thicker than that.
2: Is the embankment of the river give me high ground? So... Uh,
1: no, because they're seven feet tall. Um,
2: so am I, almost.
1: Yeah, but no, they're no bonus on that. A swing and a miss.
3: <laughs> um...
1: Oh my god. They both stab at you guys, missing wildly. The lead one says, You could have lived through this. This will be your own fault. Um, and we roll initiative as the lead taunts to you Death
3: is near.
2: The time of mammals is coming to an end. The time of lizards arises. Oh my god. I get nine on my initiative.
1: Oh, that's no good for you. Reptar's good though. Reptar's super good, and he is super good. Reptar crits. crit's Fucking Reptar, leader. man! You are getting hiss- somewhere on the back of your slaves.
2: Mm-hmm. I, it's been—it's the theme of this campaign. All I right. hiss back. I a time—it is the time of man. Flee while you can. He only
1: deals six damage. His crit. Um, but the creature fails its saving throw versus death so d6 for severity d10 for location six and zero ooh headshot headshot way to go Reptar like seriously 19 10 6 I guess he could have done higher on his damage but whatever Head six. Eye injured. Stunned one round. Minus two penalty to attacks. So Reptar slashes the lizard man right across the face, scratching into its eye. The lizard stumbles backwards, bluish greenish blood trickling down its face, reeling in pain, letting out a nasty hiss. Um, the lizard men go before you. That guy is stunned. The one that is on you. Morale check? Yeah, it's leader's pretty badly wounded. No, dude, Fighting this guy's got morale up. of steel. This guy is never afraid. This guy will seemingly fight to the death. He beat my nine initiative. Oh, he does beat your nine initiative, but his seven attack will never hit you. He slashes wildly at you, hissing and clicking in a strange language. Well. Okay initiative
2: god i can't catch a break
1: reptar descends upon the leader rolling another 19 but with the plus four for the leader being stunned it is a 23 holy shit, 24 <laughs> including his own level which is just one away from a crit uh, a double crit.
2: doesn't matter he's screwed
1: no he only does three damage the leader lives are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> but he fails another saving throw versus death, gets hit in the head again, for five. <laughs> Dungeons and dragons, guys, anything can happen. Weird fucking combos today.
2: Combo breaker.
1: Snout struck. Minor bleeding. Monster must save versus death or retreat for one round. Does he pass or? No, he fails. The lizard man gets hit on the nose badly. Critically hit on the nose, critically hit in the face. And it just freaks out and starts writhing backwards, hissing an order to its companion, who also withdraws that round back towards the water. They withdraw or do they run? They withdraw very carefully. Um, Reptar is barely standing. Uh, as they retreat and disappear from sight, he drops to a knee in pain.
2: There will be time for rest later. Quickly, Reftar. Grab Orwell. Let's run. We move slow
1: with him. Leave him behind.
3: master
2: i okay i hesitate for a second putting a hand on orwell and then i look to my beautifully crafted stretcher oh. and leave it behind in the dirt
1: you think to yourself Fine. you could probably take the stretcher that wouldn't slow you down but the thought passes apparently
2: i <laughs> 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 would be so sad <laughs> All right guess we leave orwell behind
1: you leave orwell behind and quickly get out of there um i will delete him from the documents he does not no. make it out live
3: no uh,
1: you uh All reptar sets the pace for the two of you jogging as fast as he can which is more of like a quick limp it's kind of like a, a hobble drag, hobble drag, hobble drag as he.
2: I think I I think I help them. We help each other. Like lean on each other as we limp hopefully okay. out of these goddamn woods. Almost. All more encounter checks.
1: <laughs> no, no more encounter checks. But as you are limping down the road, you come across.
2: There's no road, is there?
1: Uh, No, I'm sorry. Limping down along the the bank of the
2: river. I think we pull a little away from the river. Okay. Into the woods.
1: Well, same thing happens anyway. You end up coming not quite face to face with, but you see napping in a sunny spot in a small glade is a rather large black bear.
2: Not this again. Does it spot us? Um, Yes. It's facing towards
1: you. And its eyes are open It kind of <laughs> snorts at the air as you guys limp into view.
2: We back away slowly. Staff in hand. I guess I ready and Three and it's...
1: six. You are indifferent.
2: Maybe you're friendly? Can I be friendly to this bear? No, I
1: don't think you're friendly. I think you're fairly <laughs> hey, indifferent to the bear. Right there, there's,
2: there's some food back there. There's some <laughs> wizard men for you to eat.
1: Definitely not threatening or hostile. So the bear kind of snorts at you, looks at you, rolls over. So it's not like it's, like it's a cat hovering, kind of watches you for a moment as you take your time and move around it. By the end of the day, you're exhausted. You're co- both of you are covered in blood. Most of it Reptar's, some of it yours. Um, but you come to a confluence in the river, um, and just a few moments beyond that, you see the lights of a small town, kind of cropping up in the twilight of the night of the the evening sky.
2: Look, people, we're saved. Pointing to the lights and the village as we limp down the hill out of the woods. Yes, you limp
1: down along the the river. It seems that you have two rather large rivers coming together. Yours, the smaller of the two around here, it's about 120 feet wide. The other one's about 200 feet wide. And as they merge, they form like a, a 250 foot river. That seems to be much deeper than the one you're currently in.
2: That empties into the ocean, so I guess- Yeah, it empties into the ocean quite
1: quickly, actually. There's only maybe about a half mile between where they merge and where they empty.
2: What time of day is it? Is it it nighttime? is
1: nighttime. By the time you're actually on this riverbank looking across to see the house, uh, the, the buildings, the sun has set.
2: Is there, so the town is across the river.
1: Yes, the town is across the river. It is not super big and it appears that there is a keep on a small hill in the center of town or maybe at the backside of town. It's hard to tell with the, with the lights here. Yeah,
2: is, um, is there any way to cross the river? Is there There's like no
1: a way to cross, but you do see or... that there is a small pier and what looks to be like a little harbor protected by a mound of rocks that has been, or like a, a line of rocks that is stretched out into the ocean. Um, there's no on docks the on the river, the river, but the there are docks on the ocean.
2: On our side of the river or on the far side? No
1: docks on any side of the river. Oh, the, yeah, okay. the, the, the town's on the opposite side of the river and the docks are in the ocean on the opposite side of the river.
2: Scratching my head, I guess we walk along the river towards the ocean.
1: Uh, you get there. It is quite dark. You doubt yeah, anyone on the I, other side of the river has spotted you.
2: Yeah, I light a torch and proceed to wave it at the docks, hoping that there is someone
3: someone—someone
2: hmm. at the docks who would see it. Come over to pick us up in exchange for coin. Yeah. We'll see. Um, someone down on the
1: other side of the beach uh, gets up and kind of just waves back to you. Uh, you can barely make them out as a shadow against the lights of the town. And you hear a faint voice calling over the the water. It sounds like they're shouting, but they can barely be heard over the rush of ocean meeting
2: river. Um, hello there. I try and shout back. We need help. We're wounded.
1: The Lizard men. The person scampers off. And 10 minutes later. Do you have a boat? Ten minutes later, you see a group of six people coming down to the the docks. And then a few minutes after that, you see a boat pulling out of the harbor with a lantern hanging from its prow. It comes across the the confluence, and they pull up on the shore beside you, on the the ocean shore, not the river
2: shore. Oh, thank God.
1: Thank the gods.
2: Where'd you come from? upriver thank you jesus you have have no idea how grateful i am to see you i am i'm georg this is this is reptower Uh, thank you my
1: my name's tommy uh and, and this here he says pointing to the rower behind him is jordan and um well come on get in this boat we'll we'll take you to an inn in town god those wounds how did you get I, them?
2: We... <sighs> Lizards and and mosquitoes the size of dogs.
1: Um, um, Sturges. So... Yeah, they've been pretty problematic. Nasty
2: buggers. These woods are these woods are a dark and horrifying place.
1: Did you come from come down the swamp water or or down crystal run i
2: from the south from the mountains
1: you came from the the shadow mountains shadow mountains i suppose Wait, wait where did you originate from
2: that my my friend is a long story
1: Okay, well, I'd and love as, to hear it. He let's get you to an end first. Uh, oh, it's okay. so rude of me to be asking these questions while you're in such a terrible condition. Um, Jordan will fetch the doctor, own, won't you, Jordan? Who,
2: who seems to own the boat? Or who? The guy that you're Is currently it? talking to. Okay. All right, I'll hand him a gold coin. And I say, thank you so much for, for coming to our aid. Can share this amongst your friend, your friend's. He turns it over
1: hand. in his hand with a little bit of, uh, kind of. Looks to be more of astonishment, and goes, "Ah, uh, oh, thank you. That's not necessary, but thank you, definitely." Uh,
2: well, here, let me let me get you. Let's take you. He it's mumbles
1: fine. to himself a little bit, bit. and Goes, "Yeah, I guess." I
2: imagine my coins are strange. These are probably probably coins minted across the sea. Would be my guess. Hmm. I think this is my starting gold. Yes
1: here we'll take you to the story brook that'll that's a nicer place yeah i think you'll it'll be fine for you um and he this... after he gets you into the uh, the harbor you notice know, see small crowd of other people are have run over to see what's going on and they help kind of you know two of them take reptar one of them helps you and they walk you uphill a little bit up the stone pathway to a town square where there seems to be a large fountain in the middle with the various shops all aside, and on the north side of this town square is a, a two-story inn, made out of what looks to be lumber and stone in a kind of mixed pattern. Um, yep. Yeah. You, you come down into the common room, of the or to the, the lobby, I should say, and there's a night watchman
2: uh, who's just... It can't be about, It's probably just a few hours after dark, so... It... Yeah. So is there still stuff going on in the, in the common room of the inn?
1: No. This room, the common room is actually quite small. There's a small, there's just a hearth and, and a couple of chairs and like a reclining couch. There's no one here. There's no bar. It doesn't look like there's any sort of drink service or, uh, you know, the the common room is really pretty tiny. It's more more like a waiting room than anything else. Okay. Well, The innkeeper gets up and looks over you guys and says, uh-uh. No, no, no. You can clean them up somewhere else. I don't want any fresh blood stains on my sheets.
2: I the... give him just, just the dirtiest of looks. Uh... And, uh, is there did I see did this seem like the only inn in town? The only inn in the square?
1: It looked like the only inn in the square, but the way that the men were talking it sounds like there's other inns around. <sighs>
2: I I think I just scowled him for a moment. Are the are is I've already forgotten. Jordan is Jordan still? No, it was
1: Jordan and. Jordan ran off to get a doctor. I've already forgotten the other guy's name. (laughs) Jordan and. We're gonna rename him Zeppelin. No, that's a terrible name. We're gonna rename him, uh, Block.
2: I, I forgot his name. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Tommy. So Tommy's his name. Are the guys that we showed up with here.
1: The guys that you that brought you across the river and were hanging out with you down below are here. Uh, you give the guy a dirty look. The others moan and groan. And one of them says, come on, look Look at these wounds. This man's almost dead. He came from the Shadow Mountains. Huh? Isn't that a story that's worth getting a little blood on the sheets? The guy scratches his chin and says, that is... Inj- We've got a bucket out back here. We, we can clean him up in the streets before we take him inside. God, think, you're filthy! I think
2: <sighs> I think I'm too tired and worn to be offended.
1: Yeah.
3: And...
2: Okay.
1: They and... they wash your wounds and kind of get the worst of the blood off you. The man sense. comes with a couple of extra, like nightgowns, and he says you can have for a couple of copper. They look pretty worn and full of holes, and looks like it's more Is of a... Is this the,
2: the innkeeper? Yeah, the innkeeper. I, I give him the same dirty look I gave him before. I hand him a gold coin, and I say, and some food.
1: Uh, kitchen's closed, but I'll see if I can't get the stable boy to go find we something have, somewhere.
2: We haven't eaten in days. Stale bread or cheese will do.
1: Sure, we'll, we'll get started on that. Um, he looks like he's about to ask you another question... And then thinks better of it and just goes back inside. it comes out a few minutes later with some crackers and some cheese
2: uh, and some locks. Does Reptar put on the nightgown?
1: <laughs> um, no. Reptar bundles the nightgown up and puts it underneath his head while he reclines in a, one of the chairs in the common room. Now that you guys are all washed up and not bleeding all over the place.
2: I think I'll wash my robes after I wash myself and change okay. into the nightgown. Sure.
1: Everyone gathers around you to hear your story. Asking where you came from. You have a strange accent. You, yes, you know. I
2: Far to the east is a great continent by the name of Solemn. Mm-hmm. Where wizards like myself train and study in great towers of ivory and stone. Blah, blah, blah. I tell them about wizarding school and how I came here for adventure, and great journey across the plains, meeting halflings and partying with them, and how they begged me to stay with them for (laughs) forever, but that I felt the call of the the wind. Battled through goblins and spiders and sturges and bears. My God, summited the Shadow Mountain Congress with other great wizards beneath the peaks.
1: But no one lives in the Hidden Valley. No one's ever... But they say there's a great lake in the center of it, at
2: the, the back of the valley, but... There is. I've seen it with my own eyes. No,
1: no one's ever been there and come back alive.
2: Georg the Great has. My
1: God. There's a lot of murmuring and people talking to each other. By now, a doctor has showed up and is tending to your wounds a little bit more mm-hmm. appropriately, applying this little poultice and that little thing. Um, he doesn't ask to see money at first, but you get the feeling that he's yeah. going to charge you at the end of this.
2: Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. He, I don't know how. Yeah, I'm, I'll throw around money. I, I've had this gold since the beginning, and I have been in the woods and unable to spend it. Okay. So, how much does the doctoring cost? And I assume the one gold will cover room and board. Yeah, it'll cover
1: room and board. The doctor asks for a gold from each you and Reptar uh, as he okay. applies his. He asks processes.
2: for a gold for Reptar. Has a collar. He's clearly a slave.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, if you want Reptar treated, it will cost a gold. Yeah. No, I absolutely pay for Reptar. I was yeah. I was surprised that he would ask Reptar for the gold.
1: Well, I mean, slaves are property. They they should be taken care of. You know, you wouldn't.
2: I was. I would expect him to ask me for the gold for Reptar. That's what I was surprised Oh Oh, no, yeah, he does ask like he you turn for to both the Reptar, of their gold. He would turn to the slave and say, all right, that'll be a hundred bucks. No, 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 no. He he tells
1: you to pay for both of okay. the two of you. Yeah.
2: yeah, definitely. And over the two gold, um, we get stitched up. Mm-hmm. We get fed eventually. Yes. Is this all going on in the common room?
1: This is all going in the common room while you're telling your story. Um, the eight men are there, plus the doctor the innkeeper and the stable boy who's coming with the food um that makes 11 of them who sit around and hear your tale of your travels from from solemn to white shore to high shire to the goblin woods the shadow mountain lake mysterium through the hidden valley down crystal run all the way to Shirebrook. most of these names you haven't heard before
2: but i think i'm piecing them together like as i say as i describe where we Traveled, they're like mm-hmm. oh that's that's the crystal run I'm like oh I guess it's the crystal run mm-hmm.
1: they seem very curious about this wizard who lives out in your lake. I, I think
2: once I gather that they say no one lives there I'm gonna try and brush over that and make it faker like i I think I said like congress with wizards in the mountains and mm-hmm. they're like no one lives there so I think I want i'm getting the impression that he wants to be left alone okay I'll, I'll probably make that more mysterious so I'll be like okay yeah you're right no one no one lives there I don't know. Totally, yeah, they then they don't pay. Yeah.
1: Want, but they don't I push after to... it. There's enough fantastic details of your story that they're amazed by. Yeah. But,
2: but I think do I do you... want to perpetuate that rumor that the the mountains are abandoned, inhabit uninhabitable. Yeah. Maybe wizards gather up there from time to time. But do you mention probably. that you started with like there.
1: a dozen slaves? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you made it out with one?
2: I yeah. I, I'm thinking that may come up. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't call them slay. I'll say compa- we we set out from right shore with a half dozen brave companions who were cut down one by one by goblins and spiders. And Reptar is the bravest and the strongest by far. I just I just look at him. He's, he's more holes than man at this point, and he's still standing.
1: There's a round of laughter and he gets a bunch of pats on the shoulder, some of which are a little too hard and that cause him to, you know, reel in pain and cough and what not? Yeah. Eventually, the night draws to a I, close. Yeah.
3: I try and
2: ensure that Reptar is treated probably better than he's ever treated. Like I try and make sure that he gets as much food as we can muster up, and yeah, he's getting proper doctor care. And there, he's been starving in the woods on my behalf for weeks. And
1: <laughs> there's not a lot of slavery where you come from, and yeah. you're more than a little surprised at the reception this clear and obvious slave is getting. It it's not. You know they they definitely don't treat him they they kind of treat him like he's not in the room unless they want to interact with him, but when they do, he's not being degraded in any way oh um, okay, but it's definitely the sort of thing where if he unless he's the topic of conversation, people don't you know make eye contact with him they don't look at him, they don't ask him any questions, everything's directed to you it's they're it's an unusual situation that you find yourself wrapping your head around. Okay.
2: Why well, uh, can we this is a good time to dish out some experience and hope to that yes, I Yes. This a is lot. a great
1: time to dish out some experience. All right, you have made it from Whiteshore to Shirebrook by ground, which is an almost the wrong way to go. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh, you probably wouldn't make it back if you had to turn around to do the same journey. So well yeah, done for you. That's actually play, quite man. a bit of experience there. Plus, you kind of defeated a crocodile. Eh, eh. Yeah.
2: Defeated
1: a crocodile.
2: Uh, defeated the sturges. The lizard men. Right. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Sturges, lizard men. Yeah, and, and you found a way across
1: the river. Although you did ran from an owl bear. <laughs> yeah, owlbear doesn't count for shit. Um. You learned some new spells. How many spells did you learn? Oh, two. I was going to give you 100 XP per spell level that you learned.
2: All right. I learned, comp- yeah, two spells. Okay.
1: Um, you know what? I'm just going to start dividing experience evenly between you and Reptar.
2: And Yeah, that's fine. Except for, I think, spell experience. The spell experience be is different. Yeah. And I think casting spells gets me experience, too.
1: Yes. Is it that's 100 were doing
2: last time. XP per in the dmg let's, look at
1: that? let's take a look at that experience okay so before the individual stuff you get 1275 uh, most of which comes most of which comes from the massive experience reward for making it all the way from white shorter Shirebrook yeah. by ground uh, uh you had gotten some for climbing the mountains already and for some of the I in-between feats but the whole open thing is an amazing feat.
2: Where is... Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. I was getting a little bit of lag. I'm sorry, 1275
1: total experience for yeah, the amazing feat of making it from White Shore to Shirebrook, which is really just astounding. Yeah,
2: yeah. I should not have survived that, especially 2 HP. Yeah. <laughs> um... Always listen to your DM. When he says these woods are dangerous, spells cast to
1: overcome easy. foes or problems fifty XP per spell level. Um, so, so you cast how many spells to overcome things this time?
2: Does it count if they don't actually over help me overcome? Uh, I'll give like you... the enlarges count or.
1: No, the enlarges never actually played a successful role in anything. So I think I cast
2: three color sprays actually two color sprays right only one of which was effective right
1: but I still cast them okay so it's just 50 experience yeah. for spell casting and then you learn two spells yeah so 250 um, yeah 250
2: okay anything else individual I think that's it right that's it and you can go ahead uh, yeah you get 10% 60, don't you so I'm up to 37, 67.5. Sure. Point 0.5, half. So I do level up, I'm level two.
1: Reptar levels up as well. He does. Mm-hmm.
2: How'd that happen?
1: It's unfortunate that this way you will never be able to get Reptar as a henchman because he's higher level than you.
2: Yeah. All right, let's roll that HP. Two. Okay. So four max HP. I'm at two out of four, unless the doctor can help me.
1: Uh, yes, you regain one additional HP from the poultice, Reptar gains an additional three. That's over the course of the night by the next morning.
2: Okay, so should I? does that get me to fold before I level up, or do I level up and then gain the HP?
1: You level up and gain the HP. Okay, so I'm at three
2: out of four. Um I think that's about it. I can get an extra spell slot. <laughs> Archfusion in chat says I'll be Reptar's henchman. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do some solo adventuring if I wanna if I want Reptar to be my henchman. Yeah, or if I like do a bunch of spell experience and somehow manage to uh-huh. You don't need to be a higher. You just need. Can you be the same level as your henchman, or do you need to be a level higher? I don't know. We'll see. All
3: right. Well.
2: Still going to be a rough, rough life. Only a little ways away from level three, though. About thirteen hundred.
3: all right
2: anything else to discuss or actually there's no to rule in here break. that says a
1: henchman must be lower level than you
2: there absolutely is i don't know where it is but
1: maybe it's in the player's handbook then
3: A
2: henchman is always of lower level than the PC. Should he ever equal or surpass the PC level, the henchman leaves forever. It is time for him to try his luck in the real world. In some ways, the player character is the mentor, and the henchman his student.
3: Okay.
2: So, when the student has learned as much as the teacher, it is time for him to go out on his own. This is under henchmen followers, chapter twelve NPCs, player's handbook. I think. I mean, he's a hireling at this point, right? Okay. Yeah, he's a hireling for now. A free
1: hireling, a slaverling.
2: I've been, I've been paying him in other ways with bear meat and, you know, that he caught for you. He its wounds. Hey.
3: I'm. I
1: mean, sure, your color been... spray helps with that, but, you know. Anyway, uh, why don't God? We've already done another hour. Why don't we take a break, yeah. and we'll come back in a few minutes with a little bit more Dyson with death. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. Why, hello there, folks, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Georg, you awake the next morning in the second story of the Story Brook Inn. In Shireburg. Story Book in in Shireburg. Shireburg or Shirebrook? Shirebrook. Story Brook Story In in Shirebrook. Whew. Okay. It's book, not Brook.
2: Storybook
1: in. No. Um, like a book you would read stories from.
3: Yeah. I
2: have to say I was a little bit disappointed in their common room.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've made the switch from all inns having taverns into them to having my inns and taverns separate.
2: Interesting. Yes. So it's no longer just like a giant party where everyone drinks and sleeps and pucks under the same roof.
1: There may be such places, but I think most places are broken up into quiet inns where you can sleep if you need to, and rowdy taverns. Um, You come downstairs in the morning to find Reptar, still asleep, presumably in his room. Um, Or not attendant, at least. No idea where he is. The innkeeper as you come down slides you a short sword across the table as well as a bow and a quiver of arrows all of which look to be reptars you don't even remember him taking them from you yesterday
2: hey. Hey, what's what's this uh, down. policy
1: sir no no weapons allowed inside
2: do i still have my staff you do oh it's not gonna take it very well is Reptar still in his in his room your slave
1: yes mm. he has not come down yet i can go get my boy to whip him out of bed if you'd like
2: <laughs> no that that won't be necessary I, I do all my own whipping oh of course of course
1: uh i got an earful from the night watchman about your who you are or your your story Quite quite the story, if I don't say so myself. What brings you here to our sleepy little town? It's
2: not those woods.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Any plans? Where are you headed from here?
2: I lean in close. Conspiratorially. I am seeking the airship of the Magi. Ah, Rumor has it that it's is sometimes seen floating above these planes.
1: Well, I've never seen it myself, but that's what people say. Rumors abound that there's a flying airship that all the wizards come, come to. I didn't really think it was real. Have you been there before? No. How can you be sure it exists?
2: I can't. Hmm seems a little disappointed you you are you are correct to have such doubt it seems like quite in a preposterous proposition
3: mm-hmm. but
2: wizards have proposed and achieved stranger things in the history of this world
1: mm-hmm. nods
2: well so there haven't been any sightings that you're aware of.
1: No, not that I'm aware of.
2: Thank you. Did you just get a scarf? I did. I don't think it's mine, though. I could use a scarf right about now. I get to try it on, but I think it's a Christmas present for someone else.
3: Oh.
1: Fashionable. Mm hmm. That's how they're wearing them these days. You're almost as fashionable as Lauren, who today wore her uh, sweater, my sweater, backwards when she went to work. Didn't notice until someone complimented her on it and then went checked it out and decided she liked it on backwards better and left it on backwards for the rest of the day. Interesting. I know. Well
2: done. All right, so the innkeeper doesn't sound like he knows anything about this airship.
1: He does not. Um, he makes a more small talk with you.
2: Yeah, I think we'll stick around until we're fully healed. Okay. Um, um,
1: when you mention then bring that up to him, he says, "Oh, well, then perhaps we'll be wanting a longer stay." I hope your room was comfortable. Was it comfortable? <laughs> you were too unconscious to notice. You're at one HP. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how long do you think you'll be staying in Shirebrook?
2: Um, until we're back up to tip-top shape. So probably. A week. I shrug. Nods. Okay, uh,
1: well, a week for two rooms each. That's 14 days. I'll be taking... I take it you'll want some food with that. I am nod.
2: Well, Let's we can see. give you a,
1: a long-term discount. How about that? Uh, all total, that comes to 52 silver. Uh, you've already overpaid on your current tab, so we'll call it an even 47.
2: 47. So, I hand him five gold. We okay. Three silver back? Yeah, he gives you your
1: three silver back. Okay. Um, and then he just withdraws the weapons that he had slid across the table to you and says, if you need these, we, we keep them down here by the by the front door. Happy to give them back to you whenever you want, but please, no no weapons in town in here. I know. Oh, and um, I no summoning demons in here either.
2: Oh, I don't summon demons.
1: Good. Good. We have a strict no demon policy. With good reason. Yes. Can, I imagine.
2: can you point me to that doctor that visited last night?
1: Yes. Yes. uh he gives you directions it's up the the north the main road out of town and then you veer off once you get to the this road and you take a left and it's down here it's you know, it's in this location
2: <laughs> I've been in chats as in before Ryan completes all the hardcore heroes quests for them <laughs> <laughs> So I head north out of town and then stop, head to the doctor's sure. hut
1: or whatever. Yeah, not a problem. You get down to it. Uh, the doctor's hut is... What's was that? Um, actually, as you get on your way towards the doctor's hut, you pass what seems to be a magic shop of sorts. Um, you see, Doctor like, dream, dream catchers Catcher. and... Uh, fine staves leaning in in a a small window and peering in for a moment you can see all manner of strange components uh, and a very large woman standing behind a counter in brown robes
2: I think I stumble in forgetting that I was going to speak to the doctor okay
1: Uh, as you go in a little bell to let the innkeeper, the, um, the storekeeper know that you're there, but, and she looks up from behind her books. By um, the way,
2: I'll have memorized Enlarge, Reduce, Color Spray, and the comp- Comprehend Languages. Although now that I'm walking to a magic shop, I'm wondering if Detect Magic would be the way to go. You know what I could do is I could do, get Conjure spell components and sit outside the wizard shop and summon spell components from the wizard shop and then try and sell them back to her. For, for less than a GP a, a day? <laughs> I guess so. That would be That would be bare subsistence living, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. <coughs> <coughs> Choking on my own spit. <coughs>
3: okay. Sorry about
1: that. It's all right. This woman is pretty massive. She's like six eight and must be well over two hundred pounds. Um, but it doesn't look flabby at all. She looks to be f- in fairly good shape. That said. She is covered with various, like, pockmarks and scars all over her. Um, it looks like she's been stricken by some sort of illness before, and her face is pretty badly distorted. Her hand, as she flips a page in her book, has various scars, and her fingers look a little bit um, knobbier, hobbled. Huh. Um, she look human? But she, she is human. She's quite tall.
2: I have, I have I met a half ogre in at wizard school.
1: Yes, this is, does not look like a half ogre. This just looks like a big buff woman. Interesting. Uh, she looks at you and <coughs>, coughs a little bit and says, "Well, you look just like the sort of traveling wizard I cater to. <laughs> well, what can
2: I do for you?" Uh, I. Don't know I just I saw I saw your shop from the street I didn't even it's been so long since I've. I didn't know they had stores like this in this land and I I don't know oh well I carry this and that and. Actually I should check if I need spell components for my new spells.
1: You know there's always someone needing something. Don't have many wizards here in town, but plenty of cleric needs components for their spells. And (laughs) (coughs) some of the charlatans like to buy strange ingredients just to to add to their snake oil. And the occasional person needs the strange item.
2: Uh, Well. I guess i'm looking for a pinch of soot and a few grains of salt but other than that i'm mostly intrigued by the curiosity
1: ah well i can get that for you Not a problem not a problem at all she says as she looks up her spell component costs in the handy table that they've provided for you in the spells and magic book yes soot right yeah uh For the soot, she actually just goes over to uh, the hearth and just pulls you out some soot, doesn't even charge you for it.
2: Um, Pinches of salt. Salt. Hmm.
1: Salt. Two copper per casting that you need.
3: Two. Um, let's see. Why did the
1: town music never start playing? What the fuck?
2: I don't know. All right, so I'll give her two silver and get ten castings Mm -hmm. of salt or ten doses of salt and soot.
1: Okay uh did we are we tracking the number of pouches you have is that not something we're doing
2: i don't remember i am not tracking pouches would you like me to i'm tracking spell components but like
1: no we don't have to track pouches i thought Mm -hmm. i remember telling someone somewhere sometime that we were going to track their pouches but that could have been a plan i had for the future instead of a plan that i've already executed
2: And I think I want more colored sand. That shit was expensive, if I recall.
1: I seem to recall the same. Mm. One gold per colored sand.
2: Per casting of color spray? Yes. Or is that per color? It just says sand colored.
1: Okay. I'm going to say it's one gold per casting of colored sand. I don't think it would be All three right. gold for cast
2: per casting. Huh? All right. I'll buy two doses of that. And Excellent. what else? I mean, is this basically just a spell component shop? or? Yeah. Uh, a
1: lot like of spell components. Items? You do notice that there In is the a factors? small stack of books behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you eye them with curiosity... She says, I have many sorts of books around here. Um, many research books and a few spell books. I happen to be somewhat of a instructor myself. <coughs> she has a, a big coughing fit and pulls out a, a handkerchief and when she pulls it away from her mouth, you notice know, there's a little bit of little flecks of blood on her handkerchief.
2: Um, are, are you okay, ma'am? Oh, I'm
1: just fine. I... Uh, I was stricken with it. My my lungs and heart are not what they used to be. I nod solemnly. Seems to be why I've settled down now. Anyway, anyway. Well
2: then, you were saying about your book collection.
1: Yes, yes. I'm a bit of a teacher. I have a few apprentices here. Uh, I have a few spells if you're interested in buying a look at them as well.
2: Out of curiosity, what do you charge? Oh god.
3: Uh. Hmm.
1: I want to say it's a hundred GP per spell level. Yikes. That seems like a very reasonable
2: price that a
1: wizard would charge you.
2: Maybe. Um, I'm trying to remember. What does it cost to research though? I guess for that you need a fully stocked what whatever, but Yeah. Fully stocked library. Library.
1: Um I don't know what the research cost is. That's a good call. Because researching should be cheaper. No, should be more expensive than buying a spell. Let's
2: even study with a mentor. There is, a, there is a section in the DMG on this stuff.
1: Is there? Is it under magic? So it wasn't under NPCs.
2: Mm. Chapter 7 magic. Gaining levels. Just copying spells from spell books.
1: It costs 100 to 1,000 GP per spell level to research
2: a spell. 1,000 GP per spell 100
1: level? to 1,000. D10 times okay. 100 GP per spell level. So you can buy spells or buy a look at spells for 100 GP. <clears throat> um, Christ. And she will One. even sell you a couple of... Bl- uh, she's got a few blank spell books and she has a few extra spell books of hers that she's transcribed if you would like to buy the whole book which she can give you for a slight discount i have discount. like
2: 20 gp yeah need to come back later it's interesting to know mhm um okay any other curiosities in the shop
1: um yeah there's all sorts of little weird things you see some like mummified animals that are like sitting in formaldehyde or something um but they're just curiosities nothing that strikes you as something you need right now um anyway right.
2: anything else i think we're good okay can't afford this this shit so i'm going to head to the doctor
1: all right, You get to the doctor's house just a little bit later. He's past a temple. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, you knock on the door. The doctor comes. It's, oh! Good to see you again. You seem much better. Georg, was it?
2: Yes, yes.
1: Yes, excellent. Thank you. For, uh, for your patronage.
2: I nod. Thank hey. you for getting stabbed, I guess. Let's hope it doesn't happen again. Um, myself and Reptar will be staying at the storybook for the remainder of the week. I wanted to check and see if you could, um, maybe stop in once more to to check on Reptar's wounds, make sure they heal properly and quickly.
1: Uh, He should be fine, but I can take another look at him later today. Uh, Just tell him not to get out of bed. I nod. I'll swing by in the afternoon afternoon. Usually it takes twenty-four hours for my poultices to take their effect, and I want to make sure that they've been fully effective before I make any adjustments to my.
2: Uh... Alright, mm. okay. Um, after that, I should get some food. I'm gonna go buy some rations. Do you know how much rations cost? Should I look that up? It's five gold per week for
1: iron and three gold per week for standard.
2: Okay. Okay. So By two a week. Well, I'm going to pay now, but I'll probably buy them as we're leaving town.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure.
1: Uh, while you're taking a look at the general store and poking your head around town, the Sheriff of Town walks up to you. You can tell because he's got a nice mm-hmm. big bronze star hanging on his shoulder. On his lapel, really. And mm-hmm. he comes right up to you. No, no kind well, of I'm skulking like a about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and says, Hey there, you must be Georg. I'm sheriff of this town. Sheriff Tyrus.
2: I see my reputation precedes me. I extend yes. a hand.
1: He extends a hand to shake yours as well. Give me a perception check,
2: please. I think by now I'm wearing my robe once again. Okay. Assuming it dried last night. Yeah. I would, I would not be wearing the nightgown anymore. P20 plus 12, 24.
1: You immediately notice as he goes to shake your hand that he's carrying a longsword at his side, a buckler mm-hmm. kind of over his shoulder, and his longsword is pretty fucking cool. It has, like, a a child's fist-sized pearl as a pommel, and it looks like there's some sort of large white scales wrapping around the handle. Uh, The crossguard appears to be made out of ivory.
3: Yeah.
2: Georg is not a subtle man, so I think it's quite obvious that Mm. his blade catches my eye. Yes. Go wide and I look at it.
1: Uh, He gives you a smile and Mm. taps it a little bit.
2: A A magnificent blade. Well magnificent hilt i correct myself oh, blades just as i hope i never have to see the blade and i give him a wink
1: he smiles that's actually why i'm here to talk to you Wanted to make sure that uh everything was okay strange wizards coming into town late at night covered in wounds with my history of running things around here uh well, I know that usually brings bad news. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that
2: we shouldn't assured, be expecting any I am trouble. I'm the second strangest wizard in this town. I've already met Lady Bertha, whatever her name was. Rohanna, Rohanna, the
1: Diviner. Yes. Yes. Well.
2: No, no. I don't imagine I'll be. I'll, we'll probably be here for a week or so while our wounds recover. But,
1: and um. It's, it's, just to be quite clear here, there's no one following you, no one chasing you, you haven't pissed off a, a swamp monster or a neighboring lord. There's not a band of goblins that you've offended.
2: I think on this for a second. I... I don't think so. Certainly not to the point where they would be chasing us out of the, out of the Shadow Mountains. In fact, right. I don't think the goblins I don't think those goblins could make the climb.
1: Met goblins on the other side of the Shadow Mountains and then crossed them and came here. That's the story that I heard this morning. I thought it was a little too fanciful to be true.
2: Now it's the lizard men in your own backyard you got to be worried about. Nasty buggers. sort of gesture Uh, south across the river.
1: You didn't happen to kill a lizard man chieftain ...or capture one of their children, did you? You didn't break their eggs?
2: We almost got the chieftain, but no. They f- they fled after we exchanged blows. Okay. Good talk, good talk. That, would that be a no-no? Killing a chieftain? Well, it we just put
1: you on their radar, and if they follow you, that puts us on their radar, and... ...it's my job to keep the peace around here, and I like to see that it stays nice and peaceful. I, I grow tired of shedding blood, hmm. uh, but it sounds like you're on the up and up. So, good for you, good man. Um, if you need anything, my the jail cell or the, the jail house where I work keep my work from is a uh, just up the hill a little bit behind the market square, uh, between districts.
2: I nod. I say, well. It was a pleasure to meet you, Tyrus. Yes. So you are the sheriff?
1: I am the sheriff. Do you have any questions?
2: Is there a local liege lord?
1: Yes. Baroness Valmont. Um, Mm. She and her husband, David, uh, live up there, he says, pointing towards the keep on the hill. Uh, and the rest of us live down here. They're a decent enough folk.
2: I nod. Well, um, I don't think I'll be visiting your jail anytime soon, but uh, it's good to know we are in such capable hands.
1: Uh, I
2: figure you might also
1: want to know about the other wizard in town. It's not just Rohana. There's Aldric as well. He's Aldric. Yes, the Baroness's personal con... uh, personal wizard, court wizard, really. Mm. He has a laboratory and observatory up on the keep. He doesn't really like to meet with people very much. He's kind of a... not necessarily the most pleasant of fellow. Uh, Maybe his ears have gotten to him or something, but...
2: Does that make me the third strangest wizard in town?
1: No, I think you're the second strangest. Damn. Uh, Aldrich's Old and crotchety, is maybe the way to put it. But he's not quite strange.
2: Hmm. Would it be rude to call on this Aldric?
1: No, but he might decide to be rude and decline your invitation. But you can always try. Aldric the Conjurer, they tell him. They call him. Uh And And you would be Georg the... the great <laughs> <laughs> gray the georg the great alteration alterer transmuter
2: enchanter you're quite educated i am oh. a dimensionalist i think about these things differently than most wizards you may have met but
1: you might be the first dimensionalist i've ever met
2: i might be the first dimensionalist that, that any of us have ever met did I have a dimensionalist teacher, or is this like a school of my own design? That's your call to make. Did you choose your own major? Who knows? <laughs>
3: I don't know.
2: Well, anyways, I'm a bit of an amateur astronomer myself. Maybe interesting to.
1: Oh, well, that might work object. out well then. Give him a. You can send a messenger up the hill. That's probably best use of your time. Guards at the gate can be a little bit slow to react. I nod. Well, I uh, just wanted to make sure that everything was on the up and up. It's nice meeting you. He extends a hand. Shake his hand again. He leaves the the shop. General store. Yeah.
2: Probably don't buy the rations. No. Well, Rations will keep for weeks, right?
1: Are you getting iron or standard? I was going to get standard standard rations will keep for a week so you'll want to wait off on okay
2: all right i subtracted the money but i'll pick them up as we head out of town sure and i guess i'll get the money back if shit hits the fan yeah we'll just have to remember that okay. um so you've got so, what do you want to do well, now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go find a messenger and send it up to this aldrich guy so if i can find a kid
1: yeah you can find a youth to deliver the I'll message probably go back to the inn
2: and ask the innkeeper where I could find a messenger boy. He
1: brings the stable boy around. Yeah. I'll uh, come so and practice to give him a copper or two to get the job done. Yeah,
2: I pull out a piece of parchment Mm-hmm. and fuck... I think I need to go buy a quill. Is a quill free? Can I? No, it's not. I have ink, I have But parchment. if you're really
1: nice to the innkeeper, he may let you borrow his quill.
2: I think I'm going to go buy a qu- How much is a quill? I think a quill wasn't in the player's handbook, maybe why- is why I didn't buy it. Ah. Let me double check.
1: Everybody, sorry about that. The stream decided to go down for a moment, but we're still here looking up prices for quills. Nothing's changed. Yeah, I think the reason
2: I didn't have one is because it's not in the book.
1: Sure, I think you can buy a quill for a silver. That sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, I can't believe quill is not.
2: Yeah, there's ink, but all right. So I'll stop by some shop, pick up a, or maybe the general store.
1: Uh yeah, I mean you will probably want to pick it up at the magic store. Actually, general store may not have a
2: quill. Okay, so I scrawl out a note to this Aldrich on the parchment. Mm-hmm. What does it say? Dearest Aldrich, my name is Georg, a dimensionalist from Solemn across the sea. I have recently arrived in your great town. And as an amateur astronomer and wizard myself, I was intrigued to discover you have an observatory upon the hill. Would love to come visit and see your facilities. I will be in the storybook for the rest of the week. Hoping to hear from you, yours truly, Georg. I roll it up. I tie it with something clever. I guess I don't have anything to tie it with. I fold it in an interesting way. Okay. Don't have origami, but... It's okay, you can find a way. I can engineer some way to fold it up. I hand it to the messenger boy. Give him a silver.
1: And Ooh. tell him to
2: bring it to Aldrich. Make sure that it gets its way to Aldrich.
1: Okay, on the hill. All right, so why don't we just skip ahead a few days then?
2: Okay. Um, um, is Reptar okay? Nothing. The the doctor does also... come
1: back, tells him that he needs another full day of bed rest. Um, gives him another poultice.
2: I'll work up a gold for that.
1: Yeah, and the doctor will. If you'd like to, the doctor can continue to oversee him, so he will heal at I a must... faster rate. But it'll be a gold won... a day.
2: Yeah, that's, I, want, I wanted to do that at least for a few days to make sure that he heals by the end of the week. But I don't necessarily need to pay the doctor every day. So maybe have the doctor okay. come in twice or something. Sure. So if he's getting full bed rest, he
1: can heal 2 HP per day. If he's getting full bed rest and a doctor, he'll heal 3 HP per day.
2: And how many was he down?
1: Um, He was at... Well, he was down almost all the way out of 21. Yeah of 21 yeah kissy leveled so that's his new max he's currently at 7 out of 21
2: okay so i guess i don't really need the doctor anymore so i'll I'll have paid him that two gold Um, uh he's gaining two hp a day for a week he'll be fine
1: yeah one night's already passed so Mm -hmm. if you leave in a week he'll be at 19 out of 21
2: well but one of the two of the days he would have gained three hp i
1: have accounted for that no i haven't uh the second day he gains an extra hp you're right okay
2: so he'll be at 20
1: out
2: of 21? He'll be at 20 out of 21, yeah. I'll fork up another gold to get that extra yeah. HP. Sure. Whatever. So by
1: the end of the week, he'll be at 21 out of 21.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do I get any letter back from Aldrich at any point over the week? I can't week, do math.
1: Or... No, man. He's going to be at 11. No, you don't need to fork over the extra gold. I, I'm, My math is way off.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, yes. Two days later, you do get a letter back from Aldrich. Mm-hmm. Um, it says simply, "Georg, if you'd like to use my observatory, come by tonight uh, mm-hmm. when the when Philumbra is in the sky. Falumbra is also the the moon. She is rep- all the other gods are represented as constellations in the sky, or most of them are. Falumbra mm-hmm. takes the form of the moon herself.
2: Okay, yeah." Yeah, Did they better. have an observatory back at my academy or wherever?
1: Um, you had, like, uh, spy glasses that you would use to gaze at the stars.
2: Okay. All right, so that night I will ascend the hill and falumbra in the sky. Okay. Um, what age do wizards usually go to wizarding school?
1: You know, everyone gets called at their own time. Okay.
2: I was just sort of one, like, Georg is only 17. Think of wizarding school kind of like
1: cooking school. Okay. You know, you could start taking your classes in your 50s, or you could start taking your classes when you're a kid. Uh, Yeah.
2: So I think I was probably quite young. Yeah. Left quite young. Or like dance classes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, university, but...
1: No, no, no. No. Um, Sure. So the hill, ha- the keep on the hill has two walls. There's the outer wall, which is just barely up the start of the hill. There's a natural kind of um, rise where you've got some rocks. Maybe the earth has been carved away, like a, a 10-foot section of rock that is not quite sheer but quite steep, uh, on top of which there has been a another 10-foot wall built. Um, and there's a, a road that leads up to kind of a... A flattened out, smoothed out section of that so it's not too steep, and then beyond that, by another. I don't know how far is this. Is
3: uh, there
1: a map you're
2: looking at that I'm
1: not going to be the thinking. it's not a published map? Yeah, it's not, yeah. it's n- in no condition to be published. It looks like, shit. and cool. I really mean it looks like shit. like it has sections of Isla Vista overlaid over at a 50% opacity so I can try and gauge the scale of things. <laughs> it's a terrible map. Um. Anyway, but then like another few hundred feet back from that is another raised section, this one about 15 feet tall, maybe 20 feet, but at a, again, not a perfectly steep grade with another 10-foot wall around that, uh, and then in the middle of that is the keep. So you come to the first gate, and there you find a knight and a couple of footmen standing about. Footmen on the walls and foot, uh, with crossbows and a footman down by the gate with the knight.
2: I approach um, unless they say something to me. Um, uh, no. Producing the letter from Abather. What was the name? Uh, I take a look at the letter to remember his name. Aldric. Aldric. Yes. Aldric. Aldric. Aldrick. The knight approaches I I... you.
3: Um,
1: it looks to be about a forty-year, forty-year-old-ish man. He's wearing splint mail, has a shield and a spear and as you come to the gate he looks through the the portcullis and says
2: well what's your business um just a second i want to jot down these these names aldrick baroness
1: council this wizard's name has not changed four times, guys, because I have this character planned out well in advance. Aldric <laughs> has stayed Aldric the whole time. Get off my back, what was, Evan.
2: What was her name, Rona? R- Rohana. Rohana. They didn't say her special. Oh, Diviner. Mm-hmm. All right. um, OK, so I approached, he asked what my business was. I say, I. My name is Georg. I have an appointment with Aldrich, and I and I hand over the letter.
1: He opens it, letter, moves to some firelight and torchlight to read it, rolls it back up, hands it to you, opens the gate very unceremoniously, um, and motions for you to enter. And says, "The footman here will escort you to the keep." I thank you shuts the door behind you and one of the footmen leads you to the gate Um, you pass through a second gate this one's already open and doesn't look like there's any guards on this wall Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you make it to the actual keep itself it is a rather small keep not Mm -hmm. too terribly big but you notice there is a a tower sticking out of the back corner of it an extra three-story tower tacked onto the two-story keep i guess it's a two-story tower then it's a single-story room. I haven't figured out the exact details of the keep. But there's a tower tacked onto the back corner, which you are led through a, a passage of halls to get to. You're actually not brought in through the front door. You're brought in through a side door. Maybe it's a servant's entrance. You're not quite sure. But you're definitely not traipsing through the main halls. You go through mm-hmm. um, a couple of side hallways and more off-the-beaten-path routes until you come mm-hmm. to a a corner tower door. It's kind of like a, you've got the rounded section of the, the tower coming down and there's a big fat door in the middle of it.
2: So are we an inside hallway?
1: Yes, you are inside the keep. Um, mm-hmm. The footman knocks on the door fairly heavily and says, uh, it might be a few minutes. He's often quite slow to answer the door. That is fine. I
2: I thank you for taking the time to show me the way.
1: Mm. He grunts and waits with you. Uh, mm-hmm. After much mo- knocking, and another twenty minutes of waiting, eventually Aldric comes down and opens the door for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he pays the footman no heed and ushers you in, shutting the f- door in the
2: footman's face. You must be Aldric, the conjurer. I
1: am, and you would
2: be Georg. You, yes, I am. I am a visiting wizard from across the sea.
1: Yes, I see. See, I have many questions for you, Georg. First, come with me to the tower and tell me if the stars you see are the same that you see
2: back home. Excitedly, I was wondering the same thing when I first landed upon upon these shores. Yes. I climbed to the tops of the Shadow Mountains to get a get a closer look, but I imagine with your equipment we can study them even closer. My initial impressions are that the stars are the same, the constellations are the same. Curiously enough, they're in the same places.
1: Most curious indeed. And and he proceeds to talk stars with you about the the upper and the lower gods and which ones, you know... Can you see the lower ones from your position? Because we can't see them here, but we we know they exist from rumors and stories and, you know, yada, yada, yada.
2: Does he... It seems like we've come to the same conclusion I did before, that the sky is the same. Yes. Even though we've traveled thousands, I've traveled thousands of miles, the constellations are the same. Uh, he
1: seems to, this seems not to phase him. It confirms what he had already believed beforehand. And Yeah. Uh, uh, the two of you, well, give me a charisma check. Charisma?
2: Uh oh. What's your charisma score? Uh, 11. That's fine. But... I was hoping I would get an astronomy check or something. No.
1: He rolls a twenty six on his charisma check, you roll a twenty-three, the two of you hit it off.
2: We we flirt. That's um magical. there's
1: not much flirting going on, but there is definitely chatting.
2: Scientific flirting. Yes.
1: Academic flirts. Um
2: whatever does does he take me straight to like the top floor and to his observatory? Yes he does. Do we pass through a lab on the way or what is yes. what is this all like?
1: And it seems like the first floor Uh, not the ground floor, but the first, the the second floor uh, is a bedroom of sorts. Uh, The door was cracked open and you could just barely see a bed back in there. The Mm -hmm. second floor is a laboratory slash library slash study. And this Mm -hmm. third floor is just uh, an observatory. There are some workbenches and some notes strewn about. various Paperweights weighing things down. Mm -hmm. A couple of books. Some notes scrawled hastily on uh, sections. You notice there's like chalk markings on the windows and a fairly large... Well, I mean, it's small, but it, it's a small telescope by modern standards. But by ancient standards, it must have been quite large. Hmm. You know, maybe... Was this a, a foot in diameter for the opening?
2: Nice. Foot and a half. Is that better than anything that I've worked with It in is. The past? Or, mm-hmm. Okay. An impressive telescope, I say. This lens must be... More than a foot in diameter. How did you, how did you grind the glass? I'm. I think I'm probably inspecting the instrument before I take a look inside.
1: Gnomes on Paradise Island. Ah. Pain to work with. But they do produce quality.
2: I respond with like a gnomish adage. Yes, I speak gnomish. Okay.
1: Um. So just so you know, because uh, this is something that's recently changed, gnomes no longer speak without stopping a la Dragonlance style that has been replaced with rhyming gnomes rhyme everything they say (laughs) I needed to to find a way to make gnomes really annoying and so Mm -hmm. gnomes just consistently rhyme
2: that's going to be really hard for you to roleplay yes
1: but if you want to speak in Gnomish for whatever reason just remember Mm -hmm. your rhymes and it's hard I botched Uh it pretty bad and Rob made fun of me (laughs)
2: Yeah, I was gonna come up with a, a no-much adage for dealing with annoying people, but I can't rhyme. Mm-mm. Ain't no Rappa. Yep. No. Alright. Okay. So we looked through his telescope, talk stars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure if there's anything important to gain.
3: No, but Is there anything that you would like
1: to bring up or ask him? Because you can—you have a few hours with him and things can crop up in conversation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a blunt question.
2: Um, I'll bring up the, I would like to ask about the starship. I'll say I heard that there's a floating starship supported by zeppelins that
1: uh, um,
2: yes, indeed. The, has been spotted over these planes. The Is Council of
1: Wizards, they, they do like their airship. They keep it heavily defended with enchanted ballistas to keep pesky would-be opponents at bay. Uh, Not to mention Mm. it's quite difficult to get there, so the wizards who are there are not to be trifled with. Uh, Many would think that uh, a citadel supported by a bag of air would... Would be easy to destroy, but it it's staying up there for
2: a few hundred years now. who would try to destroy a citadel full of wizards? Oh. seems like Ooh, rogue
1: angry p- men, assassins, jealous kings, red dragons, mm. dragons. Yes, we have more than our fair share of monstrosities here. Mistrea itself is ruled by a dragon, they say. Well.
2: Astrea. Mistrea.
1: Is a kingdom to the west, across the Great Canal. Hmm. I wouldn't go there if I were you. Oh.
2: Do you know where the last time the Council of Wizards was spotted? I do. I have my... I know the last time
1: I've spotted it with my telescope. You can see it with the telescope? If you know where I to guess... point it.
2: Is it visible now?
1: No. Hmm. No, no, no. But that information stays with me. Uh, you must be... You must get find it and get there on your own if you wish to unlock their secrets. That is the test that we have here. None of that silly other testing that people do back in Solemn. This here is a true test of a wizard. If you can find it, you have earned it. Regardless of your dedication to the craft or years of study, it is based on merit and merit alone. Are there tests of
2: wizardry in Solemn?
1: Yes, there are. Have I
2: passed them, or would you? Do no, those you later?
1: would be third level. Um, yeah, you're usually between third and fifth level when you go for tests. Okay.
2: Well then, do you perhaps have any suggestions for a young wizard looking to make his way?
1: Well, let me ask you Sights this: that Must be seen. Why listening. do you study magic?
2: to unlock the secrets of the universe, delve into the mysteries of space and time. Is that not the only reason to study magic?
1: It is a good reason. Some might say the best reason to study. But if that is the case, uh, you may be more disappointed by what you find than pleased. People come together in large groups tends to create rigid thinking. Fools up in the Citadel all think alike and act alike. Only the true craft and exploration of wizardry can be accomplished alone with one's thoughts where you are not inundated with the same advice over and over. A real wizard finds his own path rather than being taught by others.
2: I think it is much the same across the sea. In the towers, stale men grow staler, exchanging the same ideas. Not that they are not great thinkers, great minds, wielding great power, but there's a reason I'm over here.
1: Are you moving in? I tilt my head. Storybrooke, um, Shirebrook. Are you
2: planning oh, no. on making this yeah. your new home? No, just traveling through. Here for the week while my my man heals up. We had a pretty nasty encounter with well, a whole manner of frightful creatures in the woods. Yeah, Lizard men, do do sturges, too. gremlins, magical abominations running wild. Pesky creatures. They nod. Well, where are you off to? Perhaps I can...
1: <laughs>
2: Clayton, and why are you a wizard? Because I rolled an 18. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: well, good luck on
1: your travels. Well, you I am very busy sp- and have many other things to attend to tonight.
2: you mind if I spend a moment gazing through your telescope? I don't know that I will ever have an opportunity to look in an instrument such as this.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, let yourself out when you're done. And he heads down to the se- uh, the, the third floor to hang yeah. out in his laboratory.
2: Yeah. I think I, w- I would like to roll an astrology proficiency on this. Ooh, on this
1: what list. a perfect time to do an astrology proficiency. I will even give you a plus one to your proficiency check for your use of the telescope.
2: Um, So... For a roll, do I need to I need wait, knowing the date and time of a person's birth, blah blah blah. So I guess I'll be using my own birth date, predicting my own future. Next thirty days, knowledge is vague at best. I can foresee some general event. A great battle, a friend lost, a new friendship made. The DM decides the exact prediction. I'm mostly I think I'm curious about this airship, but Columbra is also in the sky and i probably got a nice view of that mm-hmm. i don't know i'm scoping out the stars do you want me to roll if i roll a
1: i will a, roll it in secret. okay so what is the score base it's based ch- off
2: of int so plus 18 <laughs> and plus one for the and telescope plus one so d20 plus 19. okay so unlikely to fail right? uh, i'd have a five percent chance to fail <laughs> yeah <laughs> So either I learn something or I get a wildly inaccurate prediction. Yeah.
1: So you're just trying to read your own future with regards to the airship
2: or... I think so. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask that specific question, okay. but if I am, yeah. Sort of like what What awaits me in the airship. Maybe I can get some sort of indication of where it is. Maybe... I don't know if there's any way, any like... Now looking at the stars, if I could figure out where it would likely to be or get any insight in that direction... Probably not. Or maybe I catch something else interesting in the stars. You do catch or, something interesting um, in the stars. We're about time for our break, so I don't know if you want to think on this for a minute or two and tell me when you get sure, back.
1: Sure, you know, or, I, I have my answer, but why don't we just do it when we come back, and maybe I can find a more clever way of wording it. So, maybe, we'll see you guys. Maybe you can and, rhyme
2: it in Namish.
1: Don't get your hopes up, guys. See you in a few minutes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Um, so I completely forgot to think about what I was supposed to think about. Uh, the answer that you get is a, uh, a, a blossoming friendship approaches.
2: Reptar BFFs. Okay. Well, we'll see. I see this in the stars. You
1: see it in the stars. Something about the way the foot of a stair shines in conjunction hmm. with a, a, a comet that is very, very vaguely distant. You wouldn't have noticed it without the, the help of the telescope. Hmm. All right, then. Um... Is there anything else you want to do? Or are you just going to kill time until a week has passed?
2: I think I'll kill time until the week has passed. Okay. I don't actually know where I'm going once the week is up, but well, during that course, of the rest the of that road. week, you
1: <laughs> get, um, one of the, the men, uh, Tommy, who had helped you, who had brought you over from the other side of the river invites you over to the half pint for some drinks Alrighty. Uh, he says drinks are on him, but he wants you to tell your story of coming through the, the shadow mountains uh, and the hidden valley, following these rivers. He wants you to tell the story to you know everyone else that he's been telling the story to that don't believe him. And uh, yeah. maybe you could throw a little bit of magic in there, you know, yeah, have something to wonder about. I'll have.
2: Yeah, I'm going to color spray these poor townsfolk. (laughs) Is it worth a gold to impress the town? (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, Okay. so I don't know if we need to role play this or how you want to do it. Mm. I already feel like I told the story. Yeah,
1: you did do a pretty good job. Give me just another charisma check.
2: Okay, and I will be... Okay, so we show up. How many people are there there? The Pint is fairly busy.
1: It's in that same center square, and Uh it's quite crowded on this particular day. It is just a tavern, so there's no attached inn.
2: But there's thirty. Oh, Oh, I am on point. There's like a big. So he warns me ahead of. Yeah. He warns me ahead of time that I'm Mm -hmm. that wants me to tell his friends. So I've got my robes all nice and polished. Is Reptar come with me, or did he? What's What's Reptar been up to this week?
1: Uh, Reptar has been kind of just hanging out in the inn. He... Is
2: he, is he happy? Is he doing? Is he enjoying, like, loafing and eating and healing up? Or is he seemed depressed? That's a good question.
1: He seems a little depressed, actually. Um, he's never had it so good, just being able to lie in a soft bed and eat food and not do anything. And at first mm-hmm. it was bothering him, and then he was relaxing into it, and then he was really bored. But when you and the doctor insisted that his wounds needed time to heal and he shouldn't do anything other than rest in bed, he took it as an order and has been resting in bed. But when you checked in on him last, he was just flipping a pillow upside down over and over again.
2: <laughs> okay, so did he want to come to the half pint? He
1: didn't say so, but it's very obvious he wants to get the hell out of his room. So I think
2: I would have would have invited him. Okay, cool. I'm drinking with us. So sorry, I interrupted your description of the Half-Pint and the crowd. Uh,
1: the common room is two stories. Actually, the whole thing is two stories, and it's kind of broken into a few separate sections. There's like a kitchen on one side. There's this big common room. The common room in, this, in the front actually opens up, so if you're on the second level, you can look down onto the, the main level. And so you kind of have like this big open area where someone could perform to an entire, inn, uh, entire, entire tavern, and then in the back, on the upper floor, there's kind of separate private rooms for private parties. And then there's kind of just like a, a longer section on the lower side where you can head back and hang out uh, if you don't want to be around the big, noisy, common front area. Um, the Half Pint is run by a family of gnomes who live in town, which is Ooh. maybe surprising to you, maybe not. Everything else, Everyone else you've seen has been human. Okay.
2: So are we on the ground floor? In like yes, this, you're like on a the
1: area? ground floor. Uh, there's a small stage which you are brought onto to give your speech. Um, yeah. And I can't tell if you had, you know, if the stage fright is doing it for you or if you just are having a really good night, but you tell them a tale like My no other. magic
2: probably helps, yeah. Do you actually cast a color spray? I'm going to, uh, so I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have two enlarges and one color spray, yeah. So I'll, like, tell them I'm a wizard from across the sea, from Solemn, and then I think I, I mean, I already... You grow yourself 20%. Gave. No, 40%. Oh, yeah, I'm level two now,
1: 20%. I thought you had two enlarges. Um,
2: oh, two, no, okay, no, no, I was going to do one on Reptar and one on me, at okay. two points throughout the story. Okay. So I basically tell the same thing, like, you know, hmm. set out from White Shore, saw the halflings, they begged me to stay, and it's great, and... Despite warning me of the dangers of the goblin wood, me and my companions set out and we did battle with the goblins and I enlarged Reptar and I spray the, throw the, what you call it, the iron shavings at Reptar and he grows 20% and I talk Mm -hmm. about how awesome he was spewing arrows and slaying goblins left and right, the spiders and how we climbed the mountain and I outwitted these treants and...
1: People are yes. in love with your stories. They. Yeah, and I'm like. It's fabulous to them. Do they color spray? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, whenever you cast color spray, just it, roll me a d6 to see how many people you knock yeah. unconscious. Yeah.
2: So I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it was the bear. Should it be the bear where I color spray the people? Maybe. I'll be like, yeah. And then out or of the woods spider. comes a bear. I reached into my pocket and pulled out my flash sand and poof, and three guys like immediately drop unconscious and like a yeah. flash. Of There's volume. you know a
1: gasp from the audience. Um, people shake them awake eventually. Uh, the yeah. the whole crowd is quite entertained.
2: Uh, no one freaks out when I knock some people unconscious. It's, they, um... they assume. That it's... Do I have to be like, don't worry, don't worry. They'll wake up in a minute or two.
1: Yeah, that helps alleviate their fears. is mm-hmm. happy to kind of be showing off his and then, his prowess. Although yeah, maybe the limelight isn't actually the, the best place for him. He seems a little nervous.
2: I, I don't know if he's on stage. I think I just I unless yeah. he wanted to be. I think no, he's no, like no I don't. I
1: didn't expect him stage. to be. But at one point, you did enlarge him, which puts him front and yeah. center. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, um, and then for at the end, like when I get to like the. Lizard Man bit of the story. I'll be like, and the lizard men came, and it was a close battle. And Look at Reptar's scars. They beat us within an inch of our life. But then I enlarged myself and told them that I am Georg the Great. Flee before me, or I will slay you all. And the lizard Men went slinky, slinking back into the river. Okay. And so I end the story, enlarged 20%. That's 20% of about six... Let's see, 70... So I'm fourteen 84 inches.
1: Seven two it is. You're eighty six. If you're six feet tall, then you have grown to eighty six seven four. So I'm inches. seven. Right, you're. you're I'm st- five ten. You're five ten.
2: Yeah, so I'm eighty four inches, which is which is seven feet, feet. exactly. I'm, se- I'm seven feet tall at the end mm-hmm. of the story. Yeah, for ten minutes after I talk about how. I- chase the lizard man back into the story and after all right rip our brave companions who are all torn to bits except for reptar
1: after everything is done and you know a few hours later you're a couple of drinks in uh, i've
2: shrunk back down you're i apologize to the people i think i'll, I'll buy drinks for whoever i knocked unconscious or at least uh no they're two. taking
1: it in stride everyone loved the story it, it's yeah. it goes well um, as things are dying down and people are starting to drift home for the evening, a fairly drunken dwarf approaches you.
2: I speak dwarf. So I'll, 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 I'm probably pretty drunk myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been buying me drinks all night. Mm-hmm. I say in, in dwarven, probably with a pretty well, with, with a practiced accent. Ah, greetings, brother. Cheers. Was uh, not
1: expecting you to speak the mother tongue uh
2: I have traveled far and wide and spoken many tongues I was gonna come up with a dirty joke but I forgot it
1: well some of these peasants tongue. around here are a dirty joke as far as I'm concerned <laughs> Anyway, you talk a lot. You sing of your great <laughs> deeds. Perhaps you can do a great deed for us.
2: I look around. Are there other dwarves or is he alone?
1: You catch sight of a few other dwarves kind of back in the long area beneath, uh, outside of the main center speaking spot, like tucked away. Uh, they're all fairly dirty looking dwarves now that you take taken a look at them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what as, of late, your need? Uh, as of late,
2: your cousins need?
1: As of late, has been a. Hey, have you ever heard of a bullywug? It's all in dwarven.
2: I was warned of the bullywugs. Those the those are the frogmen.
1: Mm-hmm. Frogmen. They make armor out of alligator hides tend to live near the rivers, sometimes in rivers, sometimes beside them, sometimes in underground burrows. They've grown bolder and braver. They've harassed some of our... We're miners, you see. Some mines to the east from here, west of town. Uh, We dwarves tend to operate them in Bring the ore back here, smelt it down, pass it on to the red smiths. We do all the work, uh, and then bullywugs—they've been getting closer and closer. And we—we gone and spoke to sh- Captain Sheriff Tyrus about this stuff, Mister Bellows. Tyrus, Tyrus Bellows, you ask. met the—you met the man yet?
2: I did meet Tyrus. He seemed to—he told me that I shouldn't be making enemies, even with lizard folk and whatnot. How did he feel about these Bullywugs?
1: Well, Tyrus is a relatively peaceful man, which you wouldn't really expect in a sheriff, I guess, but he says since the Bullywugs haven't actually hurt or killed anyone or damaged any property yet, that it's not his concern. He seems to think sending out a group of people to go and teach them a lesson is only likely to cause more bloodshed. We, we and our Dwarven brethren have the word for that. I guess we're already speaking Dwarven. It's usually much more interesting to tell this story to a human and say the word in Dwarven, but we, we call him a coward. Always impresses the humans. <laughs> I laugh. Anyway. It might be you if you could with all your wizardry and witchcraft... You could find the these bullywugs and teach them a what for, you know? They ain't hurt anyone yet, but we spotted them near the mines many times and attacked a wagon once. We, we drove them off before they could hurt anyone for real.
2: What, how many is this? What night is this? Night five. No, night four. Okay. Night four. Okay. Well. I'd like to give Reptar another few days to rest up, but I'll go speak to these Bullywugs for you.
1: Can you speak Bullywug?
2: I think of my new spells and we'll find out. Just comprehend, lang- comprehend languages may just allow me to understand Bullywug. Let's that see. is correct. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no. But there are other ways to speak than just with words.
1: More than magics, huh? Be honest, we don't really trust you and your kind very much. But considering the sheriff of town won't do anything, says a little bit loudly. We have to turn to other devices.
2: Uh Ooh, comprehend language is reversible. Ooh,
1: confuse languages might be nice. Yeah. Uh, well, of course we can pay you, if you, if you can really drive those Bullywolves off and keep them from our carts, we can uh, pay you quite handsomely.
3: I know that.
2: Little
1: gold why? goes a long way. Definitely that better than some lives.
2: And why don't you show me, show me the way to this, to these mines.
3: Always
1: not hard, you head east out of town. West. And there's only west out of town. East goes into the ocean. Don't go east. Don't get on I a boat. Don't trust them. It gives you a dirty look when you say something about <laughs> swimming. Uh, you head west, follow the only road, and it takes you to the mines. That's, that's about it. I mean, there's a, an abandoned mill, but it's really easy to spot from the road. Just take the road to the mines. Um, that's how you get there. Bollywugs, well. They're like frogs. You find them where you find frogs.
2: In the mud. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Be honest, I'm a little surprised you didn't run into none down in their hidden valley.
2: I was warned, but none of them turned up.
1: Well, everyone always says the Bullywugs come from down there, but maybe that's not true. Maybe they come from Black Pine Marsh. Who knows? But you drive them off and, well, we got a little purse tucked aside for special needs. can see fit to scrounge in you a few score gold.
2: Well. I'll see what I can do. He gives
1: you a nod, kind of belches a little bit, and then just... What did you
2: say your name was?
1: Rockhammer.
2: Just keep reusing the same names. What? No oh, one's no, used Rock, that name Rock, before. Rockbreaker was the oh. Was the dwarven mercenary that I had last wizard. Damn it. Rockhammer's fine. It's a new name.
1: It's a totally new and unique name.
3: Yeah.
2: Pleasure to meet you, Rockhammer.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
2: Is that the end of this night? Yes. Um. I want to buy Reptar some armor, some leather armor and a shield. Okay. I fork up, fork up the gold for that, or or do we need to like get it fitted and things?
1: Um. No, you can buy it. It'll take uh. The leather armor will have to be made. There's no like leather armor sitting around. Really? Um, so it'll take hmm. a couple of weeks to make.
2: Couple of weeks. What is yes, I
1: think it is two weeks per point of AC. So leather armor should take four weeks to make. Fuck, fuck that. That's kind of that seems a little unreasonable. Hold on, let me double check the player's handbook. It Play seems unreasonable to, to make to take a month to make leather armor, right? shield would take two weeks of work whereas a suit of plate mail would take 18 weeks I can see a suit of plate mail taking 18 weeks but leather armor taking a month seems
2: unreasonable if you're starting from like a cow and you need to like tan the hides and boil the leather and do whatever can I buy a shield already
1: Uh, there is no armorer in town so a shield must also be made and that will take two weeks
2: this town sucks Yes. Are you, is it going to be this difficult for the hardcore heroes? Cast? Yes. They'll like have whatever. It'll be like buy your equipment, show up with it, and if you don't, if you've Anything. forgotten to buy something, you're screwed.
1: Well, not screwed, but you know, if you couldn't afford that extra whatever armor at the beginning, and you get your gold for it, then you can, you know, have to spend some time waiting. Then again, we can also. It's much. I think they'll probably start living in this town. So mm-hmm. if they want to skip a month ahead, we can just say, you know, you continue going about your lives for a month. Um, I don't know. I, we'll probably play around with timelines a little bit, let more time pass. We'll probably well see players, uh, player, uh, not player characters, characters age a little bit more.
3: Really?
1: I don't know. Maybe. We'll, we'll see how, I mean, everyone could die within the first hour. You know how
2: things go. They
1: mm-hmm. could all kill each other.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing they'll be desperate to stay alive and stay on the show so they'll maybe. be extra cautious and extra friendly or maybe they maybe. just want to
1: throw a monkey wrench into things you can never, can never trust anyone Ryan trust All
2: right. no well I guess Reptar is not getting any armor upgrades
1: um, well I mean if you were planning on sticking around in this area you could Request it, give half up front, and then if you're still around in this area when it's done, come through and pay the other half.
2: Nah, nah. Grumble, grumble. Not worth it. Okay. All right. So I think at the end of the week, we'll go take a look at these bullywugs.
1: Sure. Um, so at the end of the week, you head up towards the mines. Yeah, I'm going Is... to
2: memorize a. Um... One enlarge, and then two color sprays. Okay. Actually, maybe I should... No comprehend languages.
1: Sure. Uh, So you head out on the road, heading uh, east-west from town. And within an hour or so, you come across some gentle hills with some mines built straight into them. West.
2: West of town. West of town. Always west. I mean, looks like it's north of town, but... Uh, that's not the
1: road out of town, actually. What? I mean, that's the road out of town, but that's not the road to the mines. The mine road goes west and then ends at the mines.
2: Okay, it goes west along the river or just Mm -hmm. into the woods.
1: Along the river. Okay. Um, the area the town takes up is actually much smaller than the area the town takes up on the map. Like the, the town icon is like three miles by two miles, but the town itself is not that big. Maybe if you include the farmland around it, it might stretch out to something near that, but... Yeah. The the town square, the town center where all the buildings are without farmland is like 2,000 feet by 2,000 feet. It's
2: pretty small. Okay. Um, so I'll tell, tell Reptar that we've been hired by some dwarves to run some frogmen out of town.
1: Reptar kind of cracks his head to side to side and says, um, This is not my comfortable to say, but when when in Shadow Mountain, uh, you say Reptile Freeman.
2: I nod. Mm. You not want to... Want to fight frogmen?
1: No, kill frogmen. Good use of time. Uh, If free, remove collar?
2: I nod. You should have brought this up over the course of the week, Reptar. Not when we're heading out of town. Um, Is there a blacksmith?
1: Yes, any smith can. You've learned that any smith can remove the collars.
2: Hey. I'm a, I'm a proficient blacksmith, I just need some tools.
1: Well, there, all you actually need is a, a hammer and a little bit of a spike to knock the nail out.
2: So I'll swing by a blacksmith.
1: Not a problem, they can do it on the spot um, and, okay. and they'll keep the collar as payment. Oh, sweet deal. Unless you want it for something.
2: No, if I need a bronze collar, there's about a half dozen of them buried throughout the woods <laughs> south of here.
1: <laughs> cool, all right, Reptar free of his collar goes with you quite willingly. he so have like a big tan line around his neck still? Uh, yeah, there's like chafe marks around his shoulders where the, the collar would dig in. He's got like giant calluses and scars on his body.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, you walk along this path towards the mines. You spot the mines, and you see a whole slew of dwarves working in there. Uh, a bunch of them are just dragging ore out and rocks out. Some of them are pushing it down a hill... Of runs into the water others are stacking the good ore into wagons yeah. uh, that are pulled as by a couple a, of donkeys
2: yes as an engineer and an amateur smith i am intrigued by their operation and, yeah. okay. i wave at the dwarves as they work
1: rock hammer comes up to you so.
2: um, okay and says ah master georg is he speaking in Dwarven?
1: He is. Uh, I see that you've come to check out our little operation.
2: Yes, it is good to see you again, Rockhammer. Uh, mm. I switch to comment for a second. I say, uh, Rockhammer, this is, this is Reptar.
1: He looks at Reptar and goes, uh, What happened to his collar? Did it break? Is it getting repaired? He says in Dwarven.
2: I, resp- uh, I'll respond back in comments of the reducting here. I say, mm, Reptar is, is a freed man after, after risking his life to save mine these past few weeks. I thought it only right.
1: Mm. The dwarf grunts and nods, it says, "Well, river's over there, and uh, last to go where we see him as they they're near the river somehow." I ain't got a clue where they actually live. Could be west, could be south, could be northwest, who knows? Could be southwest. Could be just west or north it anyway. Um, ain't no recent tracks for you to follow. But I presume I don't need to tell you how to do your job. So good luck. May Sayor watch over you all.
2: May he guide your picks Mm. as you do do your duty.
1: He grunts and turns around and gruffly walks back to his task.
2: All right. I guess we head west towards the river. All
1: right. Very quickly, you end up near the river. It's not too terribly far away. You could even see it from the mines. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, you see a couple of uh, alligators lounging on a warm Mm riverbank, but other than that, it looks fairly calm and peaceful. Even the gators look peaceful.
2: Hmm. Well, I guess we walk a little ways along the riverbank. Bullywugs, here, Bullywugs. Keeping my eyes out for these tracks or signs of anything. Any structures. Um I guess let's
1: they said see. there were no tracks, but Okay. Uh, you walk along the the river for like an hour or so keeping well away from the gators that live down there. When you come across a couple uh, it looks to be a battleground you see three dead bugbears and about six dead bullywugs all lying around in a
2: This would be the first time I've seen a bullywug, right?
1: It would be. They're all lying around this torn up area of ground.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They have weapons still embedded in each other and there are a few tracks that lead away, but it's...
3: Both
2: directions, or just one? Uh,
1: one, well... Yeah, the, the tracks lead the, down the, towards the river uh, and you don't so see any wugs. on the other side, but the river's pretty wide.
2: As in, did the bugbears retreat as well, or did the bullywugs kill the bugbears and then leave? It's hard to... You, do you have a tracking proficiency?
1: I don't. You can't tell what sort of tracks they are. You can't tell which side won in the end. Okay. Um,
2: But there is a battle scene
1: and there are tracks leading away.
2: I'm gonna raid the, loot the battle scene, I guess. Are there weapons and armor or gold
1: even? There's no gold. There are a few weapons. Uh, There are some alligator hide shields that are stretched over a wicker frame
2: Uh, Reptar, do you know how to use a shield? And I'll hand him one of the alligator shields. He nods and takes it. Do they have... the Bullywugs have alligator hide armor as well? They do. It's probably sized for a frogman. It is. Uh,
1: You figure... You could probably get this resized in less time than it would take to make armor. But as it stands right now, it is not useful.
2: Okay. Interesting. What about the bugbears? What were they armed and armored with?
1: The bugbears do not seem to have any armor. Um, you notice there are some clubs lying around. Basically like sticks with a little bit of brass wrapped around the end of it that has knobs on them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you don't see any spears or any other weapons that are of that much use. Just kind of clubs lying about. It seems that whatever weapons were, might have been of value of great value have been taken already how many corpses are there three bugbears and six Bullywogs
3: yeah
1: uh, for those of you who would like to know this is what a Bullywog looks like they are frogmen with alligator armor uh, big, long, red tongues.
2: Um, yeah. All right. Reptar leading the way I, with a new shield in hand, we had, we follow the, the mess of probably drag marks and whatnot, leading back they to the river,
1: head to the river, uh, which yeah. you follow and you get down towards the river itself. Can you give me a perception check, please?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nope. 15. Okay. Uh, the tracks go into the river? Yes, the tracks lead into directly the into the river
3: hmm
2: Reptar looks at I the river on the banks. Look around, blankly. Uh, boss. How far away was the battle scene? 20,
1: 25 feet.
2: Oh, OK, so that's pretty close. Yeah. Um, if I don't see anything at the river, I'm actually going to walk back to the bodies.
1: OK. Reptar walks there. along with you and says, boss. Who, which side do you think went?
2: That's what I was wondering myself. Considering the, some of the frogmen retreated, I'm guessing they at least won enough to survive. I want to check the temperature of the bodies. Are they warm still? Particularly the bugbear. I don't know what Bullywug temperatures are like, but... Are the bugbear corpses warm? Um,
1: they are not warm to the touch.
2: Okay it's been at least probably a few hours. All right, all right. After double checking that, I'll head back to the the water. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the bullywugs won, but because uh, as I didn't see any goblin tracks leaving, but shrug, hmm. not my specialty. What you want to do about this? I shout out. Bullywugs, oh, Bullywugs, and I look around at the riverbank.
1: Um, on the other side of the riverbank, emerging from some large shrubs, are these five-foot-tall frogs wearing like a, a uh, a breastplate made out of alligator hide, carrying alligator hide shields wrapped over uh, wicker frames, and carrying short swords. I'm going step out and use the short swords to shield their eyes against the morning or the afternoon sun.
2: It's just uh, coming up behind us, isn't it?
1: And points with their blades across this... across the, the water to you.
2: Do they look like they have any... Um any ranged weapons
1: it does not one of them lets out a loud ribbit ribbit
2: I shout back do you speak the common tongue uh. so they're like 200 feet away across this river yeah guess I should have memorized comprehend languages How many of them emerged? Five or
1: six. Six, I guess, you've got plenty of time to count them. It's six that emerge.
2: We're just sort of staring each other down across this river. Mm -hmm. I think I gesture for them to come to our side.
1: Uh, One of them ribbits a command and the six of them split up into three groups of two. One of the groups heads downriver, one of the groups heads upriver, and the other one stays where they are. And once they're all spread out about 200 feet from the center group, they all proceed to enter the water together and start swimming across. Uh, Your companion shifts nervously and says, "Uh, Six is a lot, boss. I nod cautiously. We... we fight them?
2: I don't know. I don't know if they can speak. I don't think we should shoot them on sight, do you?
1: My people eat frog legs. They're very delicious. These frogs have very
2: big legs. Do I know anything about Bullywugs? evil creatures? That sheriff's gonna be mad at me if I just slaughter a bunch of Bullywugs and start a war. Blame it on the goblins. They didn't have ranged weapons?
1: They didn't see any ranged weapons.
2: It's your bow, Reptar. Shoot those two. <laughs> I start getting ready with my color spray.
1: Okay. Uh, Reptar um, pulls out his bow, notches an arrow, and lets loose. Nine. Actually, he's level three, so Eleven. Um, no, it clatters off of the armor of one of the bullywugs, and the two, well, all the bullywugs cross, the two that were crossing that he was shooting at uh, dive under the water and are gone from sight.
2: Back up away from the river's edge about okay. 15 feet or so. Uh,
1: he notches another arrow, looks for a target, sees none, and then the bullywugs burst from the water.
2: I had Color Spray ready, so let's roll initiative, or how do you want to handle this? Yeah, let's
1: roll initiative. Uh, I'm just going to have... I'll roll
2: Reptress initiative, actually. He probably had another shot ready as well. Yes.
3: Um,
2: Six for me. Six for you. Uh, Wow, you go first. All right, Um, so I get my powder ready and prepare to flashbang the first group of Bullywugs. Is it just like two that come charging out of the river? Yeah, the two that were from the
1: middle come at you. Uh, But they're gonna be, you get your spell ready before they get there. So.
2: Are they, if they're two hit die, they're blinded?
1: Uh, No, because because you're two hit hit die now. Yeah,
2: so we're the same.
1: Oh, right. Me uh, but they are not two-hit die. They are one-hit one die.
2: Hit. So they're stu- no-save stunned for... seven minutes. Oh. Okay. The
1: color goes off and in a bright I, flash. The Bullywogs stand around, dazed.
2: I think they're, they're unconscious, actually. If they're one-hit die. They drop
1: to the ground,
2: dazed. Unconscious. unconscious and I slip so behind Reptar... Get ready to put another on. What? Or to throw another color spray.
3: Yeah.
2: Reptar takes a shot with
1: his bow at one of the unconscious ones. Gets four plus four to hit, but he still manages to roll a natural one and fail his saving throw versus death. Reptar goes to take a shot, unstrings his bow.
2: Shitty goblin bows.
1: Curses in frustration, drops the whole thing, pulls out his short sword. Spear and
2: shield. Oh, Short sword and shield. Yeah.
1: And moves towards them, but has lost his attack for that round. As he gets towards them,
2: um,
1: you see bullywugs kind of up, coming out of the water up and down on the shore, but not actually leaving the water. Like they come to the point where they can see above, and then they just start swimming from the sides. Okay. Towards you guys. Um, swimming rate 9 means they can move 180 yards in a round.
2: Yeah, they could cross the river in one
1: round. No, they they can move 90 yards in a round.
2: And still attack. Yeah, so they could cross the river and attack this round, that round if
1: they wanted, Uh, to. They're already across the river. They were 200 feet up. 90 yards is 270 feet. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so they can get to Reptar this round, but they cannot attack him. Okay. But at the end of the round, it's Reptar standing over two unconscious Bullywugs with two to his two on either side of him, basically.
2: And I'm probably like 15, 20 feet behind Reptar. Yeah, you're
1: like 20 feet behind so Reptar up an embankment.
2: Okay. Um, next round, I roll a 10 on my initiative.
1: That's not good for you. Uh, Reptar goes first. He turns to one of the live ones, slashing out with his short sword with a wild miss. Um, the Bullywugs have short swords, so they go at 10 alongside with you. Okay.
2: Do they all go for Reptar?
1: They all go for Reptar.
2: Um, are they just like surrounding Reptar?
1: Yes. They very quickly just fully encircle him with one in every direction. Uh, one of them... Fully encircled.
2: So they, they surround him bank side or riverside.
1: One on the river one on an embankment above him and then one on the shore in either direction. So he's got so there's only three. One there's, of
2: them's missing. There should have been there were six, So six and of two
1: t- of them have been knocked down.
2: Yeah. So there should be four surrounding. Right.
1: Him. So there's one on okay. the river, one on the bank and one on either side. Okay. Yeah. So one in each direction. Okay. One north, one south, one east. I'm west. just going
2: to throw a color spray into this mess. Five. Everyone falls unconscious. Reptar gets a save, though. So they probably he get. He's Reptar's third level,
1: happening. so he would only get blinded, right? Yeah,
2: he gets a saving throw to resist being blinded.
1: He is. He does resist. No, he fails okay. to resist. An eight is a fail. Okay.
2: So roll. Nothing to roll. They get their attacks, though.
1: Right. Uh, one of them hits Reptar. For six damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, stabs him in the leg. But you you hit all of them with color spray.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, they all fall unconscious. Reptar is blinded uh,
2: and shouts. Um, seven minutes for them. Reptar is blinded only for one round. I say, I say, it's okay, Reptar. They're all down. I, like, grab hold of his arm gently mm-hmm. and pull him away from the river. Okay. Um, boss, boss, I can't see. It's fine. They're down. They're down. Take a deep breath. Give me your sword. He
1: like, hands you his sword?
2: Actually, we don't have a rope, do we? No. To, to slay or not to slay? kind of want the dwarves here to, like... There's no rope. No. We're eating Bullywug. I start murdering Bullywugs. You just start
1: <laughs> killing... Unconscious Bullywugs.
2: I think I want to leave one to send a message to the tribe. I'm going to Uh, start a war with these Bullywugs and the town is going to hate me.
1: All right. After the seven minutes are up, a lone Bullywug wakes up. What does this lone Bullywug wake up to? What is the sight he sees? We only had
2: seven minutes, so there's probably just dead. We probably dragged the unconscious Bullywugs from the river onto the shore. And there's just like a pile of bodies. Okay. God, I don't even. I don't think I can communicate with this guy.
1: Nope. You well, you now have six short swords if you want them.
3: Okay.
1: Um. Anyway, the the lone bully wug, I take it stripped of his weapons and armor, or left in his yeah. armor.
2: Uh, I probably didn't strip his armor off, but I took his weapons and his shield. Okay. Um. He is
1: sitting of on the embankment looking at you guys blinking horizontally.
2: Do you speak common, I say.
3: Oh uh, uh. mm.
1: wait, hold on, he might actually be able to I uh, just checked their entry. He rivets a little bit and goes I speak human tongue. I nod.
2: You and your people... This, this is dwarven land, I say, and I gesture behind me. Mm-hmm. You and your tribe may live in this river, but further upstream, and I mm-hmm. point to the west. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back to your tribe. Mm. Tell them tell them to leave. Dwarves and bugbears and angry men await.
1: And who should I say ate my brother Brothers?
2: Reptar. Reptar ate your brothers.
1: Reptar says uh, and Georg destroyed them with his magic. We're fucked. <laughs> the bully rivets a few more a times. Kick, I send them
2: back into the river. Okay.
1: He scuttles away, uh, gets in the water, raises his head just high enough to say,
2: you will regret this. You will rue the day. should have enlarged myself for that conversation. Uh, and then he
1: swims away in the water.
2: I botched that quest. Um, we remove the Bullywug legs and a suit of Bullywug armor.
1: Okay, you get some nice uh, alligator leather.
2: I think we drag the bodies into the into the battle area, or whatever, with the and just like throw them into the. Okay.
1: There's a lot of blood that leaks battle. from like up the hill where the, you dragged them. Sure. Um, and how many did you remove? 10 pairs 10 legs yeah or what are you doing with the 10 legs
2: i are gonna eat them
3: how are, you, how are you gonna drag them back to town
1: I mean the, the bully is like 5 feet tall so we could have, we could have a feast right here
2: yeah. maybe back to the dwarves didn't really think this one through
1: well I guess you could stack them in someone's arms I guess you could just have reptar carry them all before him
3: yeah
2: I mean, I've probably got a couple. He's got oh. a couple. Maybe we don't get all ten.
1: You amputate the deceased bullywugs and mm-hmm. then proceed the to ones. eat them.
2: I think we take them back to the dwarves. Let's see what the dwarves think when we show up with a bunch of frog legs.
1: Uh, they cheer loudly. And really? there's a, a bit of applause as the dwarves uh, cheer for your victory. Uh, Rock Hammer comes out and goes, Wow! Looks like the wizard didn't screw it up after all. He turns back to his companions and says in dwarven, "I told you Tyrus was a coward. Look at this: a single wizard in a single day did more damage to these bullywugs than that old man ever did, know that young whippersnapper ever did. Because dwarves are way older than Tyrus.
2: That's it's time for a frog leg barbecue. They're Three cheers for
1: door. Georg!" When you mention barbecue, they stop their cheering and immediately start making a fire. Uh, And you guys share some some massive.
2: I'd like to ask Rock Hammer how many bullywugs there are in the tribe.
1: Don't rightly know. Only ever seen four or five at a time.
2: Well, I told the lone survivor to tell his friends to flee this river, but. Well, We'll I presume
1: with magic like yours, if they come back, you can drive them off for good. We'll see. Well, we promised you some gold for doing this, and gold we shall deliver. Uh, Why don't you meet me at the Half Pint tonight, and we'll get you paid. He
2: looks at you very expectantly. I nod. Aye. Excellent. And drinks and, and pints all around. And, non, and no half pints either. As <laughs> a chuckle. So we feast on frog legs. This is probably the Make first time they've tongue. heard
1: a half pint joke that wasn't made about them. They seem to be in favor of it.
2: Okay. I think um. Georg's concerned. He's stressed. He's worried that he just initiated a war between the Bullywugs and these dwarves. We'll see. And, kind of, and I'll probably be halfway to the next town by the time he, they show up. But We'll find out. Alright. Um, so let's... Let's get you paid. We, head
1: back they will, we will deal with what happens at the tavern next time we play. But we will get you paid now so that we don't forget it. Okay. Uh, they seem to have a, been able to gather together twenty-five gold to pay
2: you for this. Great. Team forty-three gold. That's the first loot I've gotten all campaign. Mm-hmm. And the Bullywugs?
1: Oh, the loot on them? Did you? No,
2: the I didn't. I I'm, yeah. I don't you didn't think loot so. them. I don't think I took their armor and stuff. So, I mean, if there was like coin purses, I might have noticed, but apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. I mean, I did remove their legs, so I was getting pretty intimate. You were. You would have. I think we upgraded. We probably upgraded. I mean, it's still a short sword the short sword, but Mm -hmm. Reptar probably now is a bullywug short sword. They're much nicer than the goblin short swords. And look at that armor refitted.
1: Yeah, it seems uh, if you ask around town, it will take a week to refit the armor Um, from Bollywog to to Reptar, and it will be considered hide armor, so it will give him AC 13 and 14 so. with the
2: shield I guess we'll figure that out let's... next week um, yeah. Bollywog XP and let's bring this one in for a close yeah uh
1: 150 experience for each of you for the bullywugs.
3: Uh,
1: all right, and let's see. You also completed the quest, so I'll give you another 50 for that. For just the the quest of driving bullywugs away, because you you completed it in the most basic form. Um. Let's see, for your interactions with the wizard, I'll give you an additional 100 for making befriending the, the wizard in the tower. Okay. And for your conversation with Tyrus, I'll give you another 50.
2: And the storytelling in the tavern? Oh, right, the
1: storytelling in the tavern. I um, don't think I get spell XP for that. But... Uh, I'll give you another 100 for that. You did roll a pretty high on that. Check and impress the entire time. Do
2: I get 10% bonus on quest XP?
1: Sure. You can get 10% bonus for all of that stuff. Okay. Bring me to 4207.
2: Hmm. Are yeah. you doing Reptars XP? I
1: am. He's at 4575. He does not get your 10% bonus. Oh, and I get an get extra specialized quest XP.
2: 50... 100 for... The two spells cast in combat.
1: Right, another one hundred for that. Forty three twenty seven.
2: Alright. Okay, I think that's it. We'll deal with the fallout of, of that next week. Yeah. Terrace is not gonna be too pleased with me. Possibly not. Maybe I gave these hardcore heroes another quest. Now they're going to have to deal with all these Bullywugs. Maybe that's the case. If you get out of here before this follows
1: up, maybe that's how we'll start their campaign. Is
2: This wizard came through town and pissed off all
1: the Bullywugs, and now the town <laughs> has problems.
3: Yeah. Well.
1: Cool. Well, that's it today for Dicing with Death. Now... Let's talk future Dyson with Death. Next Thursday is Christmas Eve. The Thursday after that is New Year's Eve. So we're not going to do Dyson with Death on either of those days because that's just kind of ridiculous. Um, But we're going to try and schedule something in somewhere in there.
2: Yeah, maybe early next week. I'll have to look at it. We'll try and figure something else out. I think we can do sometime next week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so that's that. Also, Hardcore Heroes, the character creation for which will be next week. It's going to be 20 hours from this moment. Not next week, okay. tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. 20 hours from this moment. Next day. Uh, mm-hmm. And that will be fairly exciting. The first gameplay date for Hardcore Heroes will be January 2nd. So if you can't catch the live episode, you'll be able to catch the VODs well before the show starts. Um, and that is that. I'm glad that we finally got back to do this. And
2: uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I'm not dead yet.
1: Me too. I'm interested to see where you'll be going what you'll be doing. Who are the places Visiting. you'll go? Maybe you'll write a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> um, anything you want to we'll say before we? So that it rhymes. Mm-hmm. A, a, a gnomish Dr. Seuss book? Yeah. Maybe Dr.
2: Seuss doesn't um, know. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, yeah, catch you guys next time.
1: Yeah, see you guys later. Bye bye, everybody. Take care. Bye bye.